What is up, freaks? It's your boy Marty Bent here to introduce this episode of Rabbit Hole Recap. Matt and I just had an incredible rip, and we're actually still live, but I'm going to record the app now because the app, the, the ads now, because I need to. We need to get this live to the podcast freaks that listen on uh, different podcasting apps. This episode is brought to you by our good friends at the motherfucking Cash App. Cash App's now use stack sets, send sets, receive sets, sell sets, if you so please. I'm saying sats, 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 because sats are the standard for you freaks that don't know there are 100 million sats in one Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. You can buy whole sats, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of sats, tens of millions of sats, hundreds of millions of sats. If you're a baller, this is how we record record the uh, the ads. There are people, I can't believe it. All right, they're liking it. So we're recording the ad live. Cash App helps you stack sats. Uh, you can send sats, receive sats. Sats is the standard in the app. You can get sats back with the the boost program, uh, if you so please. Cash App could be your bank account. They're offering account numbers and routing numbers. On top of that, uh, they have some things on the horizon. I can't say exactly what, but they're, uh, sats are sats are a part of that. So be aware. Uh, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure you use the code stacking sats. That's S T A C K I N G S A T S. You're gonna get ten dollars, Matt. If you haven't downloaded yet, use the code stacking sats. You're gonna get ten dollars. Ten dollars gonna go to our good friends at Owls Lacrosse. It's Owls Lacrosse, not that dirtbag owl. <laughs> owls Lacrosse. Use the code stacking sats. Download the Cash App. Check it out. And then go check out our good friends at Unchained Capital. Unchained Capital is doing incredible things. Parker Lewis was live tweeting the Bitcoin meetup uh, on Clubhouse last night. But when he's not doing that, he's creating incredible content with gradually, then suddenly on the Unchained blog. And then he's the business development manager of a company that's providing financial services for Bitcoiners with security first mindset. And what we're pitching today is their concierge, their white glove concierge service. We go from zero to multi-sig, two or three multi-sig volt uh, in no time. So you sign up, you tell them TFTC sent you, you're going to get $50 off their $1,500 package. So that means you spend $1,450 and you're going to get multiple video conferences where they walk you through what's going on with their multi-sig product, why you should be uh, enthralled with multi-sig, how their vault program works, and then they're going to send you hardware wallets. They're going to get you comfortable with it. They're going to get you comfortable setting up your seed phrases, protecting your seed phrases, and then they're going to dump $1,000 worth of sets into your multi-sig vault. So you're going to have two keys. Unchained is going to have one. You're always going to be able to move your UTXOs out of that vault by yourself, but if you ever need Unchained to do something and sign one of those transactions for you, excuse me, one of those signatures for you, they're there to do that. So go check out their multi-sig Volt program, their concierge service in the show notes. Tell them TFTC sent you. Save that five, excuse me, $50. Uh, and then beyond that, go check out their blog, the unchained-capital.com. Enjoy this rip of Rabbit Hole Recap. I thought it was pretty good. I hope you do too. Okay. You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free. If you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts. So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that in a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be.
Cord. Woo, doggy. Caps Odell. How you liking this wave ride, baby? Caps Odell is emerging in an emergent network consensus. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Uncle Marty's drinking this week. Cheers to new all-time highs. Um, technically, my prediction was 50K by the end of RHR, so send it, freaks. Okay, we've got a few hours. Maybe this just ends up us. We got Bozel? Mexican? Yes, sir. Is that Mezcal? Mezcal. I've been on that Mezcal kick. You know, since I'm, since I'm coming back, I haven't drank for a few weeks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double fist here. I got uh, some Magner's Irish cider, my favorite cider, and then uh, some Knob Creek single barrel. My mother got this for me for Christmas. Interested to see what it's like. Let me, I'll open it up. But yeah, what a week. A lot to talk about. Dude, Get it's been it. absolutely insane. Right? Uh, are we allowed to talk about what you just did or is that on the deal? Nope, nope. It's already teased on Twitter, so I guess we're allowed to. Yeah. How's our boy the Mooch doing? Dude, I just had the most bullish conversation <laughs> with Anthony Scaramucci. I didn't think I could be more bullish leading into it, but here I am afterwards, extremely bullish. He is, he just sounds like, he sounds like a proper Bitcoiner. Like, I feel like we can just retire and, and we can just, we can have him do the shills from now on. Just let the mooch take over. Hey, you know what? We don't need to do this. Ever. I just got a new desk set up, but if the mooch wants to take over, it's been a long, long three and a half years. So, know. Next man that, up. <laughs> that that podcast comes out on uh, Tuesday. I did that with Bitcoin Magazine. Um, I got him on the record to agree that it'll be over fifty k by Tuesday. I was like, I'm not going to make him make him guess that'll be two k, and I mean, it'll be over fifty k in two hours. But uh, I got him on I got him on the Tuesday kick. Um, but yeah, so that was a really fun one. But fucking Tesla, man. Woo! I don't think I don't think people realized. This is why Caps Odell went extra hard this fucking week. I don't think people are appreciating the gravity of this situation. It's pretty massive. I'm like this can turn. I like to think I'm appreciating. Oh yeah, you you 100 percent appreciate. I mean, you you're you're basically all caps, but just in spirit, I, I too many lowercase characters coming from your account over there. You know, I don't I don't want to steal your shtick. You know, it's your shtick. <laughs> Did no. you see the novelty account? Lowercase <laughs> Marty. Lowercase Marty has a cuck mentality. Hey, lowercase Marty just isn't trying to step on any toes, you know. <laughs> when I'm done, all of Bitcoin Twitter is going to be talking in caps, and then we can consider going back. Okay. Uh, we we are going up here, Matthew. I'm looking at my tweet deck right now. Bitmax wrecked. Uh, there was just a liquidated short at forty-eight thousand four hundred and two dollars, uh, less than sixteen hundred dollars away from fifty thousand dollars. So. All you freaks out there, pull out your phones and, and market by Bitcoin right now. Let's see if we can get there. The Before greatest the short squeeze the world has ever seen. Sad squeeze, baby. It's coming. How is it being Caps Odell now? Like, is it, is it a lot of pressure? Do you like it? Oh, uh, it's invigorating. If, if, if you're not willing to tweet it out in caps, then why tweet it at all? This is good. And you were inspired by Zero Hedge. Is that like we were talking about a few weeks ago? Is that... Which all had a click in your mind? <laughs> it's all those stupid ass squawk services. You know, they they always they just tweet it out in full caps, and like everyone's just like, "Oh well, this is fact. There's no source or whatsoever." So I felt like if you don't tweet it out in caps, you have zero conviction. You got you got to fucking do it. Oh, God. All right. Let's ground ourselves here. No we have a show to produce. 
Let's start out with the dashboard, then we'll get into the Tesla. I got a lot of great thoughts on Tesla. At least I think they're great thoughts. We'll see what you freaks think. Uh, currently, the price of Bitcoin is $48,480, according to Clark Moody's dashboard. One cuck bucks, only going to get you 2,063 sats. We're about to go below 2,000 sats per cuck buck. Number go down. And we're approaching a trillion dollar market cap, currently sitting at 903, 906 billion. Excuse me, the price just went up a little bit. Uh, attacking gold, coming at you gold bugs, eating that market. Dave Column, if you're listening to this, if you're watching, please, sir, buy a little Bitcoin. I, I worry about you. I love you. Uh, or you can one, just wait. You can buy at 100K. You can do that as well. Um, and it'll still be early. Uh, one Bitcoin is going to get you 26.3 ounces of gold. Uh, and Bitcoin is currently climbing up the gold market cap uh, and now represents 7.59% of the total glo- gold market cap. Uh, we're at Black Height 670,169. Uh, 88.7% of all Bitcoin that will ever be mined have been mined. That's 18,625,981.48 Bitcoin have been distributed to the market. Some are lost. Some are in cold storage for a while. And some are still floating out there. You better try to get them while you soon can. Still can, excuse me. Uh, The mining hash rates, all-time high. We pumped this uh, in... The SAT standard over the weekend, but it is still continue to go up right now. Uh, the, the hash rate is estimated to be, over the last 90 days, 142.7 exahash. But over the last mining difficulty epoch uh, that, that, that we're in right now, uh, estimated hash rate is 155.9 exahash per second. So that's going up. Uh, there are 1,159 blocks between now and the next difficulty retarget, which is currently estimated to be 3.6% adjustment upwards. Blocks are currently coming in at 9 minutes and 39 seconds on average, uh, faster than the 10-minute block target. Uh, fees gone up. Average fees for per reward uh, is... This is an estimated next block either. This is the average. Is this? Yeah, it's uh, 13.36%, so that's going up, approaching one Bitcoin currently at 0. Or, excuse me, 96 million sats um, are, are the fees. Uh, there are currently 105,439 transactions in Clark's mempool um, and, and Whirlpool. Liquidity has gone down a little bit in terms of Bitcoin, but it's gone up in terms of Cuckbucks. Currently 1,994.9 BTC in unspent capacity and liquidity in Whirlpool. That's worth 96.8 million cut bucks at, at the current Bitcoin valuation and price. Um, mom, stop texting me. I have a show going on. How's your day? Did going you text good, you 50K by end of show? <laughs> should, should I text her back? Mom, go on YouTube. I'll talk to you there. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, big list this week. Bullishness, man. It's like, are we living in a simulation? It almost seems too perfect what's going on right now. Like too many dominoes are falling. Like BNY Mellon coming out this morning. Yeah, we're gonna get access to Bitcoin for our clients. Let's let's focus on Tesla to start. But the, the bullish news just has been raining down on the markets this week. I mean, Tesla, one point five billion uh, it, uh, deployed into Bitcoin at some point last month. We don't. I don't think we have an official numbers uh, on on how many uh, Sats they officially acquired, but. 
guesstimates are in and, and the crazy thing to me, so this is where I'll start it out. It's like mind blowing to me is that Tesla spent four hundred million dollar dollars more than MicroStrategies and probably, if the estimates are correct, got about half as much Bitcoin, which is insane to think about. Like uh, the amount of money coming in uh, and the amount of Bitcoin it's able to get is is falling, right? Like so, Tesla spent four hundred million more dollars and potentially got half as much Bitcoin as MicroStrategy whose cost basis was around $16,000. So that's pretty insane to think about, especially if you uh, believe the thesis that Tesla getting in is going to, to start a domino effect throughout the, the corporate world that, that in begins, uh, that, that incites more and more of these companies dumping large sums of cuck bucks into, into Bitcoin. The CEO of Tesla happens to also be the richest man in the world. Um, Pretty sure he front ran his company. Um, I'm pretty sure that this is going to be the first of many companies to follow. Um, Tesla completely caught me off guard. I think we agreed on the pod for a while that that Elon was was securing a bag for him to actually do it through Tesla this early in the cycle uh, caught me off guard. I thought they were going to be a later company. Um, And now it's on everyone's radar, you know, um, kudos to Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy uh, and and then Square did their small buy. But for a company of of like Tesla, of Tesla's size in the S&P 500, to come in with a one and a half billion dollar purchase off the bat is a whole different fucking ball game. And, and you said earlier, like, are we in a simulation? I mean, if you wanted to fuck with Matt O'Dell uh, and rug pull me, like this would be the simulation you run because like, I'm telling you freaks, like none of us are ready. Like I've been preparing for years. I am not ready. So if I'm not ready, maybe, maybe there's like a dozen people that are ready. But like, <laughs> we are about to get our fucking faces melted off. Like, I don't, people cannot fathom what is about to happen. And yet I hear over and over again, are we near the top? Like, are the institutions going to dump and have weak hands? Is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? Like, it is all fucking negligible. I said on the pod a uh, couple weeks ago, I mentioned how um, last cycle I was shilling uh, Bitcoin in front of uh a bunch of wealthy investors, including multiple billionaires. And I said to them, I was like, it doesn't matter if you buy it 19 K or 13 K or 11 K or 6 K or 5 K it's all negligible in the long run. And I walked out of the meeting and I was like, is that true, Matt? Like, I don't know if that's true. It's all negligible. Now it's all negligible. You think back, you're like, wow, I could have bought a 13. I could have bought a 15. I could have bought an 18. I could have bought a 22. I could have bought it seven. Does it fucking matter? No, it doesn't fucking matter. It's going to be the same exact fucking thing with 48 K. Is it though? Again, Tesla spent 400 million more dollars and got half as much Bitcoin. Like that psychological aspect of this for anybody who's on the sidelines still waiting in the first mover advantage for these types of players is massive, man. Like if, if if stacking sats is your end goal, go to stackingsats.com, freaks. I, uh, I was a sellout. I had to sell it to Elon. He reached out. I couldn't help myself. (laughs) Did you redirect it? (laughs) What's it redirected at? Let me check it. Uh, where, where, what are you doing, Matt? What are you 
Let's see. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tesla.com. There hey, you go. Elon, congrats on that URL. That may actually be more <laughs> lucrative than some of your business lines in the future, if you're, if you're listening to this. Uh, are you going to be buying a Tesla with, with, your, uh, with your sats? I, it's, 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 it's classic bull market. And we talked about this in the past. Uh, we, we talked about this the last couple of weeks, like leading up to this, because, because this is our first time having RHR in a bull cycle. Um, people get confused about what's bullish and what's not. Uh, right now they're freaking out about Visa's bullshit announcement and MasterCard's bullshit announcement and BNY Mellon's bullshit announcement. And meanwhile, they're not freaking out enough about billionaire FOMO. And that is the signal. The signal is billionaire FOMO. They're about, we're going to see FOMO on a level that no one has ever fucking fathomed before. The whole goddamn world is short Bitcoin. Um, and meanwhile, you're like, oh, well, oh, that's pretty cool that I can send a Bitcoin on the MasterCard network custodially. You know, like no one fucking gives a shit about that. That doesn't fucking matter. Do not give a fuck. MasterCard, bunch of patent trolls, if you freaks don't remember, in like 2014. They filed a bunch of patents for for blockchain technology, so I wouldn't. Yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't cheer them on as much or or take that as as like the big news when you compare it to the billionaire FOMO. Because again, the billionaire FOMO, when you take into consideration how the price has been moving the last couple months, and then you couple that with the the amount of coins that have been taking off exchange, which we can see. Um, via Glassnode and, and other types of data services, uh, the 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 squeeze that that could happen like is it's again, like you said it's unfathomable. Like again, if you like have even if you have ten of these types like coming in <laughs> in that size, like it, it like you, Marty, we had a nine thousand dollar candle, right? We had a nine thousand dollar daily candle the other day. The fucking in March we were we were at four thousand dollars and I was told hyperwave we're going to fifteen hundred. We had a nine thousand dollar candle the other day. I woke up nine thousand dollars. Bitcoin had gone up. What the fuck? That 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 it is for us plebs. We have to have more conviction when we stack. Yes. Because because Matt putting in a hundred dollars isn't going to move the market. But for these CEOs, not only do they get to front run their own company. But after they front run their own company, their large ass company announces that they purchase Bitcoin and then it automatically pumps the price. So even if they disagree with our long term, you know, value prop of Bitcoin on the short term, it is the most obvious fucking decision in the world. It is it is guaranteed return. Yeah, it's this feedback loop that we talked about last week when we when we read like when we talked about why this is designed to pump forever. Like the, the FOMO is real. The incentives are strong, and the twenty one supply twenty one million supply cap is not moving, and more and more people are starting to realize that. Like the, and I wrote about it earlier this week or last week. I forget now, but this is going to happen much faster than I think most people think. Like a lot of people are are trying to compare this to the internet and um, like that sort of adoption curve and, and, and the timeline over which the internet was widely adopted and, and um, by the masses throughout the world. But you have to think, like, 
Bitcoin's being built on top of the internet, on top of that exponential technology and, and the means of communication that we have today compared to when the internet was coming up is significantly uh, superior and the ability to share information about about this breakthrough technology that is Bitcoin and the revolutionary aspect of it with its scarce its scarcity and, and its peer-to-peer distributed nature leads me to believe that it's going to happen a lot faster than, than most people think. Um, even a lot of people that we respect and, and know and love in this space. Like the FOMO is real. The only question is, like you said, like set, there is a setup for a big rug pull. That's why I wrote about Neil Wood finds. But it isn't. Because it's not a simulation, Marty. It isn't a simulation. <laughs> but if you were going to set up a simulation to rug pull just me and the other Bitcoiners, this is how you would do it. Again, yes. And I wrote about Neil's thread yesterday, and you have to assign a probability to that. I think the probability of rug pulls Marty, your, your audio is being a little bit weird. Is it? Are the freaks saying this? Yeah, it's going in and out, and I kind of hear it too. Okay. Um, hmm. Me, uh, Marty has a new audio setup going. Uh, I just, while Marty tries to figure this out, I just want the freaks to realize, like, I'm trying my best to stay humble, and I, I implore you to do as well. But at the same time, like, I need the freaks to understand that people don't understand the gravity of this situation. Well, now I have an echo. And, and, and you guys need to understand it because it's going to run away from us so fucking quickly. And I, I mean, I'm not going to stop stacking. I'm, I'm going to stack forever, but you know, I wish I stacked more at 3000. I wish I stacked, you know, more at 8,000. I wish I stacked more at 12,000. I wish I stacked more at 16,000. And to you freaks that are thinking about pulling your foot off the pedal, consider not doing that. I can't, I'm going to have to. How do we even know? Speak to me. Show me Bitcoin. He can't. He can't speak to me. I'm going to keep speaking. Um, hopefully the freaks. I'm the host now. I feel like the guy on uh, <laughs> in the movie. Um, so freaks, I mean, the real question to me is when we pass 50K, do, do we, do we, should we, people shouldn't uh, get excited about $1,000 all-time highs. Once we pass 50K, we should only be celebrating the $10,000 all-time highs, like the, on the 10,000s. So like we can celebrate a 60, we can celebrate a 70. You could celebrate in between, but it's a bullshit celebration. Um, so I look forward to celebrating at 60K with you all uh, next RHR. Um, I'm just going to keep making bullish price predictions while Marty is, can you hear is, me? is figuring out what's going on. Yep, I can hear you. Oh, uh, the freaks are saying, Marty, maybe your mistake is you didn't press the caps lock key. Uh, Have you could considered be it. that? It could be it. Am I coming through like as clear as I was before? Mm, no, but now it's not going back and forth. So now it kind of works, but not. Okay. Are you sure you're on that mic? Tap the mic. I'm not on this mic. I think I'm speaking. You're not on that mic. No. You're not on that mic now. Speaking through my Mac Mini, but I am recording locally here. So the freaks listening on the podcast app can, can hear clearly. God, okay. this is the TFTC difference freaks. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, New setup on the go. It's the first time doing it live. Every time I've recorded it over Zoom, it's worked pretty well. Um, God, this is annoying. I'm sorry, freaks. Can you guys hear me on the live stream okay? Like, Wait, is this... the Mac Mini has a mic? Seems like it. Huh. 
That sounds kind of suspicious. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well. There's a mic you can't turn off? Like, why does a desktop have a mic? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's my speakers or my my desktop. One of the freaks, Rob Hamilton, says, maybe you should reach out to your mom for audio help. Maybe Mother. that's why she was texting. <laughs> mama, mama, help, please. Yeah, the quality isn't as good. Can we switch it back? Can you try and switch it back? We okay. could deal with the in and out, I think. What I need you to do is um, I'm going to leave, and I need you to send me an invite link. I have to send you an invite link? Yeah, you're the host now. I made you the host. Okay, I can do that. Okay. Hopefully, it keeps recording. Um, it stays live. God, I hope it stays live. It oh, my not. God. It might not stay live. Wait, don't leave. Why are you going to leave? It's not picking up my mic as an option for audio. Okay. The freaks say that we're better off just chilling. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, and they also want you to ask Siri if she's listening. Hey, Siri. <laughs> are you listening okay. to me? Okay. We're good. We're good. I've been having important phone calls in this, this office. So you better not be fucking listening to me. Through an iPhone, though, so she's listening in there, too. So, damn. She got me. Siri's got me by the balls. Ooh, that's one thing we didn't have on the list. I know we're talking about bullish stuff, but... Did you see what happened in Florida with that water system? Oh, they got hacked. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Oh, no, but but uh, Krebs thinks it was an inside job. Disgruntled employee. All right. Luckily, um, luckily, there was that astute employee who was on top of it and, and reversed the uh, the poisoning of the water in that particular town. But let's get back to Bitcoin. Billionaires are coming in. It's going to be... Is the FOMO starting? Like, who's next? Like, is Apple? Are these rumors about Apple? I've heard rumors about Oracle. Do you think... Uh, we had Twitter CFO talking about acquiring Bitcoin to pay employees. I don't know how, like, how much it... Of this, well, rumors are are people just like saying stuff because they feel like they need to. Or well, the Twitter, the Twitter one was fun because it was uh, the the host asked the CNBC host asked him if they were going to buy Bitcoin, which I love the premise of. I love the premise of that every time you do earnings, like and the CFO has to go on CNBC afterwards because Twitter reported their earnings. Um, he's going to be asked about Bitcoin, and what happened was. Um, he was asked about Bitcoin live after they were, their earnings were good. They beat earnings. They were up, you know, like 8%. The stock was doing well. It's like every CFO's dream. Now I got to go do the CNBC show. He's doing the CNBC show. The guy asks him if they're going to buy Bitcoin and he gives like kind of a non-answer, but we're considering it. We're thinking about it. The stock goes up another fucking 8%. Just fucking pumps just on him commenting that they're considering it. You know, so it's like a, it's if, if, if we have, if we have the host just asking them this question all the fucking time and putting them on the spot, they're going to have no choice but to fucking play ball. Is this good for Bitcoin? Yeah. Like, the, yeah. FOMO is like the, good for Bitcoin. Is this like when Kodak was putting blockchain in there? No. It's like the blockchain. Whole different. Whole different. Why is it different? Because we don't, we had like Long Island blockchain. We had like shit coins. We had like all this fucking shit. Now we even had like the bullshit where like Long Island blockchain like bought miners, you know, and now we have even the self-professed mining companies like Mara who are like, we can't even do the mining. We're just going to fucking buy the Bitcoin. Like the pump is we buy Bitcoin. That is completely different than last cycle. That is a whole different, whole different ball game we're in. Um, 
in terms of signaling and whatnot, in terms of shit coins and blockchain and crypto and all this fucking shit versus just, we are going to stack fucking sats. We're going to stack as many as fucking possible. And, and if, if, if you don't stack, we will stack them, you know, and they're all going to fucking, and I think my inclination is that we go back to challenger companies, right? This is always what we've said on the pod is that it starts with the challenger companies. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of ways, even though Tesla's S and P 500 is pumping, it's held by millions of people, uh, challenging the incumbent. It, it's still a challenger company, right? Like, like Elon is like the trolliest rich, you know, richest man in the world we've ever had, you know? And, and part of the reason they bought Bitcoin was because if you're an Elon hater, like, is there anything more he could do to trigger you besides buying Bitcoin? Uh, like there's very few things he could do. So, so in that way, they are a challenger company, but they're massive and they put in a, a fucking chunk of change, man. Yeah. It was like 7.7% .7 of their their cash holdings, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, one and a half billion dollars. One and a half billion dollars. Like, like we've, we've been, oh, you know, Bitcoiners are going to get targeted for this and that and whatever. And these guys just come in, you know, they just come in, they just make us all their bitches, you know, <laughs> fucking massive fucking buys. Um, but yeah, who's next? I, the, the point is, is, is there's two types of boardrooms going on right now, right? There's the guys that realize and are scrambling to buy as quick as possible. And it's not a quick process. This shit is not priced in. It is not priced in at all. Um, and then there's the boardrooms that are like, ah, this is a scam. We're at the top. And they're going to buy at 100K. <sighs> right. Is this last cycle? Is this... Like, it's hard. No, it is. Like, is there... Is the culmination of this billionaire class starting to move into the market with authority, with what's going on in parallel in, in the government and the world of politics and central banking? Like, is it a perfect storm for just like a, a slingshot to, to a new normal in terms of Bitcoin price cycles? Or is there... This time is different. Right? I don't want no. to be that asshole. No, look, look, we, if, if we go by past cycles and like, you can believe in S2F, you can believe in whatever the fuck you want, you know, S2F is like just trying to quantify designed to pump forever. As far as I'm concerned, it's just designed to pump forever. And who cares about the specifics, you know, what price it hits and when it hits it, it's just going to go up, you know, to the right eventually. Um, but if we go by past cycles, right, 3X all time high is the floor of the next cycle. Okay. 60, 3x is 60k. Okay. So for people to say this is the last fucking cycle and we're under 3x last all time high is fucking bullshit, right? It's like absolute bullshit. If this is if this lines up with a similar cycle as last time, right? Then you mm -hmm. go up to 400k and nice. then we come back down to 60k, right? I think this cycle could be longer and more aggressive than previous cycles because all of a sudden you have this billionaire class waking the fuck up. And as we said, there's a different model at play here, risk model at play. Their risk is reduced because like, let's be honest, I don't think anyone thinks Bitcoin's going to zero anymore. And, and the risk is reduced because they're such whales, they get to pump the price themselves just for coming in. So I think we could see a more aggressive and longer cycle here um, where we end up at a, a new normal 
where, you know, you end up, the floor is 100K instead of 60K or 150K instead of 60K. But to say that's the last cycle is ridiculous. Like you hit like 700K and then you go down to 150. I call that winning, you know, but I, I to, to think that we're not going to get a dump at some point at the end of this fucking cycle. And I promise you, Joe is going to be telling us, Joe Weisenthal is going to be telling us that the next halving is priced in, that there's a death spiral that's happening. Like all that shit is going to happen. We're going to get all the same fucking bullshit FUD. Maybe we'll have some flipping bullshit mixed in there. All that shit is going to be the same. It's just yeah. the question is, what is the top? What is the recorrection? But for a stacker, who the fuck gives a shit? Right. I don't exactly. fucking care. And while we have you freaks, stack as hard as you can. Like today Without was like getting f- wrecked. Yes. That's why you stack. Stay humble. Don't overextend, but... Today was the day, like, I sent my my high school buddies in our group text. I was like, all right, guys, like, I hope you're stacking sats. Like, please just tell me you're stacking sats. So it's- what I do in my group chat, which I implore all the freaks to do, is every morning, just send them a message. If you're the Bitcoin, if you're the Uncle Jim of your group, send them a message. Am I the only one who stacked today? Yeah. And it, it hits them hard. Like, it, they might not show it at first, but it hits them hard. Day after day, you just hit them with it. It's like a different variation of have fun staying poor. Yeah. A little, a little less uh, abrasive, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and also don't tell people in person to have fun staying poor. <laughs> I told my cut, dude. <laughs> it does not. It does oh, not I know he's not well. listening because he's so fucking pissed at me. But like my, my cousin <laughs> who in 2017, like told me I was an idiot because I wasn't buying a Ripple. Uh, and I, I was like, all right, dude, whatever back then. Like he, he texted me this weekend and, uh, and told me I was an idiot cause I'm not buying silver. And I told him to have fun staying poor. <laughs> Did he, he take it horribly? So, he got so fucking pissed at me. Like so offended. I think it like strained our relationship to a certain extent. My lady said it to a good friend and I like, <laughs> I, I was like, you can't, you can't do that. You can't show me ripple and then show me silver. Not I know. Me. I know, but it's like there are boys, right? And even though he was misguided for Ripple, like, you know, way misguided, he's your boy, right? He's my, co- he's my blood, right? Right. He's your blood. He's your cousin. Um, and like he knows that you've done very well on Bitcoin. Yeah. You know, so it's like extra. It's like, like, it's like, it's like, one thing. You could ride this way from $30 to 1000 I was like, Bitcoin's at 40000 the the funniest part is is the guy she said it to though he finally did buy bitcoin he wasn't gonna he oh, hasn't bought, he hadn't bought bitcoin the whole time it did work it worked so Udi was right in that regard but it was harsh it was fucked up I I was I I do not support it yeah tell Noriel to have fun staying poor don't yeah. tell your boy to have fun staying poor tell J P Koenig to help have fun staying poor tell <laughs> tell those types ah the fud that's the other thing like Elon getting in. Uh, the energy fud this week, like people trying to virtue signal like, oh, Tesla is like a green energy company. How could you be supporting Bitcoin, a network that consumes so much energy? And that's happening right now at $48,000. Like if this well, you price appreciate, like if this explodes like you just described, I can't even imagine the screeching coming from, from the no coiner class that's going to happen. It's going to be... You have- you have the live chat open right now? No, why? What are they saying? It's all caps. 
<laughs> I saw all somebody the free, tweeted All the me. freaks are in caps right Matthew, now. Matthew, the people that are listening on the podcasting <laughs> apps, they don't like you getting distracted by the comments, okay? I'm not you, looking at them, but they... Uh, oh, you're not? How do you know it's all, <laughs> all caps then? <laughs> uh, it, it, it's like no agenda. You gotta, okay, it's like no agenda. You can check in on the troll army uh, every once in a while. Okay, but this is our show. This is me and you, mano y mano, okay? This is uh, a bullish week. Uh, where should we go next? Like, do you want to, should we, like, bring it back to some Bitcoin technical talk? Should we talk about cold card multi-sig vulnerability? That, that oh, yeah, sort we're of blown to, out of proportion by a lot of people? We're supposed to front load vulnerabilities, but, like, when there's a $9,000 candle, we talk about the $9,000 candle first. Yeah, that's, new, a, that's new a cuck TFTC buck vulnerability. Rule. It's a cuck buck vulnerability. You front loaded yeah. it with that, you know? Um, yeah, so, I mean, the cold card had a, uh, vulnerability that was patched in a firmware update V 3.2.2, I think. It was December or early January. No, it was early January, January 8th, I believe it was patched. Um, so before you use your cold card again, update your firmware. Um, this is a multi-sig vulnerability. So if you don't use multi-sig, you're not vulnerable to it. Um, if you use... Uh, your multi, if you have a multi-sig setup with other hardware wallets, um, then they could mitigate that if they offered the feature, but they don't. Uh, so, so, so basically the premise is, is that when you do multi-sig, um, you have to verify all the information that's coming from other, the other signers, right? So you have signers, you have three or five signers. Ideally, it's five different types of signers. Only one of them is the cold card, um, all from different manufacturers, all different types. You know, maybe some are in hardware wallets, some are general purpose computers, and you have all these different types of signers. And each signer should verify everything that's happening on all the other signers and verify every receive address and every change address. So there's all this verification that needs to be going down, all this communication that has to be going down between the devices. And we have no standard for it. This is all new shit. Um, it's something that's m- discussed a lot though. It's like, we need to get a hundred percent. I mean, right? we're, we're moving guys. We're moving. I I've said on this pod, you know, six months till easy multi-sig, like we're working on it. Like things are, things are moving. We're going quick. Things are moving. Um, but these are hard problems to solve and they're coordination issues. Um, and, and with the cold card, the cold card is on the bleeding fucking edge. It gives you t- so many fucking different features that you can do that other devices do not even offer. Um, so, so in this case, it is also on the bleeding edge and it had this issue where it wasn't verifying um, the XPUBs of the other devices, the other devices that were presenting it to. So, so really a key takeaway, I mean, if you're, if you're using multi-sig, a key takeaway is you probably should have and, and so I had Rodolfo, by the way, the day of the, of the vulnerability release, I had Rodolfo on dispatch and we went for four hours. I'm pretty sure it's the longest podcast in Bitcoin history. It's definitely the longest <laughs> podcast in TFTC <laughs> you, history. You sent that to me. I downloaded the file. It was like four and a half fucking hours. Well, once <laughs> Marty, Marty, you know how it goes. Once I saw it hit 335, I was like, we're going for the record, right? Let's go. Um, how but dare you? We got drunk. We got drunk. Our, our bout like, episode was supposed to be that. Well, the next one will be. We'll, we'll beat it. Number go up. That's true. We get, records are records are meant to be broken. 
Um, but we got drunk and like no holds barred. Like I went at Rodolfo and you know, there was a lot of things that happened in there. So like, I don't, I haven't re-listened yet, but I'm pretty sure we had a very good discussion about it in the middle. Um, I told him to fuck himself a couple of times. Uh, so I think it was a good conversation. People should go listen to that. But regardless, my point is, is if you're going to do a multi-sync setup, best practice is you probably have a separate device mm-hmm. that has, that is just a dedicated like computer um, that has all of your X pubs from all of your keys on it. So these are privacy conscious. These are privacy important things. If, if they get compromised, your privacy gets compromised and you should be verifying everything on that device, right? Like if you have like an Electrum or a Spectre that has all the keys for all the different public keys, not so private how, keys. How would you do this? Would you produce the private public key pair on the device and then use an SD card or something like that to move it to this dedicated machine? Yeah, right. Like you would, you 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 basically build your whole multi-sig wallet on like a dedicated computer, okay. and you should verify your receive addresses on that as well as as on, on the hardware wallets that support it. Right. Like every time you do, and and when we talk about verify receive addresses, is, is the reason is if the receive address isn't your address and you send to it, obviously you lose your money. You send it to a to a hacker. But what people don't realize is. If you're not using a hardware wallet, most people aren't verifying the receive addresses anyway. When when a trader sends like a million dollars from Kraken to Coinbase, there is no way for them to locally verify the receive address. Like those people are way lower hanging fruit um, and they're not getting attacked, but they could get attacked. Basically that receive address that you see on the exchange website could be a hacker's receive address. That's why right. we check them on the device. Right. But with multisig, because all this information needs to be shared and verified, it's still very early there and it's not being checked fully. It's hard to check all of this shit and all this information to get checked fully. You should have a whole separate computer that is, is, is also generating receive addresses so you can confirm against it. Then it's like way harder for you to get compromised. Um, if you have, if you have both of those things going on at the same time. Right. And ultimately, so Hugo, Hugo, uh, Hanoi, Hanoi of nunchuck, um, and, and like, I've had a ton of respect for him even before Nunchuck, but Nunchuck's a multi-sig coordinator, uh, that competes with, uh, with Spectre and Sparrow. And Sparrow. Yeah. Um, so he discovered this vulnerability along with shift crypto. Uh, the shift crypto team has just acted in bad faith just to be completely, completely fucking blatantly honest. Um, they, they've exaggerated the claims of, of this disclosure. They've made it to seem like, like cold card is just super vulnerable, even though most, people aren't even using multi-sig they sent out a press release to both spanish and english publications uh to try and get it into as many different news articles as possible with an exaggerated headline um so like fuck you guys like i that that it creates so much more issues for us and then you have the jw's that are just scaring the shit out of people i heard people in clubhouse they were like i'm gonna keep my coins with prime trust because like i don't trust shit so fuck that fuck that shit but hugo we linked to Hugo's disclosure and he has a write-up. It's a very good write-up. Um, yeah, I, and, and, and one second. So Hugo proposed a new BIP, right? Yes. And the BIP solves this. So we have the firmware that verifies it, but the BIP is really what solves it. And what we need is we need a standard format for the different hardware wallets to communicate with each other so they can verify all this shit. And we're going to get it. Okay. Uh-huh. And when we get well, it, we'll be a lot better off. There's some hardware wallet providers that, tend to go off on their own uh, and they fucked up a stand like Trezor. I'm not singling Trezor out, but like there, there was an instance within the last year where Trezor 
change something that fucked up the HWI standardization, right? Right. Yeah. Let's get well, it like, together, hardware wallet providers. We need the a standardization. Good, Think of the user. Stop thinking about your individual company, please. The hardware wallets that care about Bitcoin will integrate the standard, and then it'll be a lot easier to have, uh, you know, uh, multi-vendor, multi-sig uh, in a secure way without going through these extra steps of needing like a whole different device that's verifying all your addresses and stuff. My guide, we run Bitcoin, just says single sig. It doesn't say multi-sig because multi-sig should be for advanced users only right now. Unless you're doing one of these hosted multi-sigs like Unchained Capital or Casa, but then you're trusting them with your privacy. That is a separate trade-off that you're making. Yes. Okay. And for some of my stash, again, disclaimer, sponsor, but I'm okay with making that trade-off for some like inheritance stash for my kid. Like just in case anything, God forbid, happened to me. That, that is a trade-off I'm willing to make for that particular. Right. And if you want to be case. self-sovereign about it, you can use finalmessage.io. Disclosure. Disclosure is my service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, it's Harry. We're when it, when would you make that six month uh, prediction? Uh, let's just say four months ago. Yeah, four <laughs> months ago, it was four months ago. It's the, probably around uh, there. It is getting better. Shout out to Hugo. Uh, like you said, Hugo uh, before Nunchuck uh, has some of the best content in the space, and one of the is one of the best thinkers in the space he's he's uh hasn't been as vocal in the last couple of years uh on twitter or or via blog post but he has some of the the best content uh in describing proof of work specifically um and, and why it's important and and, and how it, it it makes bitcoin valuable and, and why it's important uh to to make sure that bitcoin succeeds so shout out to hugo let's get these standardizations like out there let's work together like the 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 again the flame wars whether it be between coin join teams or uh hardware wallets like compete definitely compete but like be a little selfless and think about the the end goal of bitcoin and bitcoin users never gonna happen i know but come on it's bigger it's bigger than all of us right Right? It's never it's it's an adversarial environment. It's never gonna happen. Uh but people should have some self respect. Yeah. And like uh like But I agree like with what you said. Like JW, I love you, brother. Been on this podcast, but like going and like fudding and expecting people to air gap uh a Ubuntu distribution and create a, a seven like a five of seven multi sig is just unrealistic. It's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. It's not no, gonna and happen. No, 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 I to to the new freaks that are listening, thank you for joining us. Uh, Bitcoin is designed for, to pump forever. Oh. You you should you should not trust anyone, and you should verify and you should try and learn for yourself best practices. Um, but a really key uh, way to assess things is ask people what are the trade offs. Everything has trade offs, and if they don't have trade offs for you, if they say something is perfect. Uh, then they're fucking full of shit. And using a cold card single sig with my rerun Bitcoin guide is not perfect. You know, there are trade-offs. There are some trust in cold card. Uh, you have to get a shipping address to them. You shouldn't use your home address. Um, you know, and, 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 and the guide tries to cover as many of those trade-offs as possible to try and create a balance, right? And they said, and the guide says, if you want to improve the setup, the cool part about this setup is that you can improve it easily. You can you can start adding signers for multi-sig, right? 
Um, one thing that Craig Raw mentioned, uh, the lead maintainer of Sparrow, um, is, is if you use Bitcoin Core, uh, which is what Spectre uses, which is what my guy on WeRunBitcoin.com uses, um, it, 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 stores, it stores all of your balance information unencrypted on the device. So really, you should be using at least a dedicated device for that, especially privacy-wise. Um, Electrum doesn't have that issue. But if you have to run an Electrum server, that is a massive hurdle for people, right? So that's a new trade-off that is entered. So there's trade-offs all around. And you know some setups will be better for some people. Some setups will be better for other people, depending on how much they have also as well, right? People will graduate between setups and whatnot. But if someone's pretending that there's one perfect way, uh, and that every other way is a fucking scam. Uh, they're fucking full of shit. Yeah, they're hundred percent full of shit. Everything has trade-offs. If there's no trade-offs, they're lying to you. And everybody's different. Everybody has different preferences and different you know, levels of comfort and different technical capabilities. Do your research and find out what works well for you. Um, speaking of Bitcoin core, maybe we can talk about that a little bit. I did a little experiment last weekend like we mentioned, the new Mac Mini. Some of you may be hearing me if you're listening to this live uh, through the new Mac Mini speaker, which apparently exists, uh, or microphone, excuse me. Uh, but I did. Uh, I've never done this before. Every time I've downloaded Bitcoin Core, it's either been um, via like just downloading the software and, and trusting that the binaries that were handed to me or the, the package that was handed to me was going to build Bitcoin core in the correct way so over the weekend i was like hey, i've never done it from source i've got this new computer people are raving about how how fast it is like let me try to build bitcoin core from source and i was actually extremely pleasantly surprised to to see how easy it was like the the bitcoin core guide that they have um to walk you through this process was very easy to follow like, like you, and you were you and our boy jack were doing it together right <laughs> yeah i mean so jack like unbeknownst to me, or I actually didn't know. I saw that he was downloading. I didn't realize he was doing it on a Mac. Dorsey. Mini. Yeah, Jack Dorsey. I didn't realize he was doing it on a Mac Mini, but I, he downloaded Bitcoin Core from Source last week as well. And apparently, with the M1 chip, uh, you need some some additional dependencies to make uh, to build Core on this particular computer. And I tweeted out Saturday morning. It's like, ARM. Yeah, I tweeted out Saturday morning like, hey. Uh, I'm going to try and build Bitcoin core from source on my new uh, M1. Wish me luck, freaks. And Jack saw that tweet, apparently, and he reached out to me. He's like, hey, I just did the same thing. Like, you're going to need to, to add uh, these these lines of code after you, you clone the Git repository. And it, it fucking worked. And that, like, I mean, uh, the the fact that Jack Torsey is... is is figuring out like how to build Bitcoin core from source with an M1 before a lot of Bitcoin core developers um, have done. So it was pretty cool. I mean, it was just like, wow, like reached out. He helped me. It fucking worked. Um, Jonah Chinelli has, has some uh, binaries as well to help people doing it on, on M1, but apparently yeah, homebrew needs to add some things that uh, to be compatible with the M1. And if, Right now, you you need to manually add them yourself before being able to successfully run Bitcoin D. So that was pretty cool, and yeah, like you ever you saw the tweet that he sent out. Um, it was like, yeah, here's how you do it, and it's an open source contribution in a way, right? To to no, that was pretty it. cool. Yeah. I mean, Jack Jack is based in a lot of ways. Um, 
I uh, so so I asked you last week. I mean, I said you should do this, right? Because I wanted to see how long it took M one wise. How so? How long did the whole process take you? So it took a couple a few days, but no. <laughs> what I found out was <laughs> at my in laws' house. Uh, right, the internet sucks. The internet sucks, but I I thought I thought we were on the best package down here. It turns out I talked to my mother in law. She's like, no, we're on a seasonal package. Like after <laughs> after September, they like they rate your internet down to like the lowest package. So we've been like literally using the lowest oh, bandwidth you, internet for months. And then I called Comcast and literally I'm sitting here. Like I had the terminal open watching like the uh, core index after IBD. IBD was really quick. I told like, you to check this fucking months ago, Marty. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like IBD happened within an hour. IBD was really quick, but then the indexing after initial block download was taking forever but as soon as I called, Com- I literally hung up the phone with Comcast. They like switched our internet up, and it went from like a trickle of like indexing to just like, like. Um, so if my internet was up to snuff from the start, I imagine it would have been like within ten hours. Um, uh, it took a couple days, uh, one and a half of which uh, were was using the the lowest bandwidth internet that Comcast has to offer. My my little village by the sea. I'm sorry, brother. Um, so, so the freaks are, the freaks are asking about your mic. It's because Marty is recording through his, I mean, he's broadcasting through his Mac mini mic, but the reason he still has the mic in front of his face is because we, we are, we believe it's recording locally on that mic. So it is recording locally. I can confirm it quality for the podcast. He's not just like, uh, he's not LARPing with the mic, even though no, no, I'm recording locally on an SD card. The important thing for the freaks to realize is that Marty made sure this happened because he tweeted out the other day that he got a full new setup and there'd be no audio problems on TFTC going forward. So there's no way that you tweet that out and, and you don't have audio problems. Like it was a given, it was going to happen. I saw you tweet it out. I was like, fuck you, Marty. We're going to have so many audio problems. (laughs) It's like not even fucking funny. The video's looking good though. Am I coming in clear? You look, you look, you just a new camera, right? New camera, new green screen back here. Actually, no, I'm, I'm in Mavericks right now. I'm in the ocean in a boat. This dude's just been chilling inside the barrel for quite a while. Uh, yeah, I got to figure it out. That's pissing me off. This mic has been working. I recorded some, some podcast via Zoom and it's been working beautifully. I guess the live stream fucked it up somewhere. I got to figure that out. I'm working Crystal on it. Crystal clear looks great, Marty. That's from the freaks. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Love all y'all. Um, I will never upgrade my camera, freaks. Please. This is what you see is what you're gonna get. What if I buy you one and send it to you? I mean, you could buy me a nicer mic, but I mean, based on your track record, I don't even know if I want your mic. <laughs> this mic uh, is. This mic is pretty. This is the mic you used to use when we do it in person. You say you don't like this mic. I'm, I'm, we're not listening to you through that mic. That's true. <laughs> I have no well, idea. This is, this is only this. You guys listening live are suffering. I'm sorry. We're gonna I, make it uh, better next week. You know, growing pains. Okay, all you freaks listening at home that aren't commenting live, you're lucky. All right, you're getting you're getting a high qual. Yeah, I mean, quality. if if you buy me a new camera, I'll use it. Okay. I mean, uh, to, to to answer your question, if the freaks buy me a camera, I'll use it as well. I'll buy I'll buy you a new. We can business. But until then, I'm gonna stack the sats instead. Okay, we can expense this like tax deductible. I'm down. Uh, Bitcoin. We, I mean, we mentioned it when we were on the the dashboard, but hash rates at a new all time high. Not surprising. Um, I did record a podcast earlier today revolving around the mining industry, and it's crazy 
it makes a lot of sense that uh, hash rate is at an all-time high, price is at an all-time high, hash rate follows price. It's the way the network works. Um, and some people are estimating the hash rate should double again this year, which is pretty crazy to think about. But um, the conversation earlier today, it's uh, it's insane to think that this time last year, like especially or a month, like 11 months ago, in the middle of March when you had that like crazy price crash, people were selling S9s for like 15 to $20, like in March, April, beginning of May. And they're going for like S9s, which are miners that have been around for like six years. They're bricks. Like, yeah. Well, they're not. They're still, I mean, at this price, they're still profitable, but they're they'll, selling for like 200 They'll turn electricity into Bitcoin for you. They're selling it for $250 now. So like if you were just like. Really? Yeah, dude, it's insane. That's uh like the the, the hardware mine. That's like the, something I've come to learn working in Great American Mining the last few years is the hardware, the ASIC market is very reflexive to the price as well. Like the the, the physical options on Bitcoin, which are the ASIC machines, Wait. track the price pretty pretty tightly. It's like a little bit leveraged almost. Yeah. Because yeah. if 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 there's a lead time, especially on the new hardware, right? I, I, I would probably guess that the old hardware tracks the price better because the new hardware has a lead time. So people have to like price in. Um, if I get it in two months, I think Bitcoin's going to be this price. And usually it's probably in a bull market, it's this price higher, right? And then it, it prices according to that. But if you get like an old, if you get old, old machines, then you'll probably get them right away, right? So it probably tracks it a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, the demand, the supply is able to fulfill demand immediately, and you can sort of have that negotiating where the supply is going to be fulfilled six months. I don't know, though. There's, like, new there's new batches are selling out at pretty high rates as well. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, something. But that's my point, right? Yeah. The new batches have a higher premium yeah. because you have, like, the butterfly labs effect. You know, it's like Bitcoin's going to moon, and I want the newest ASIC. One day, my butterfly miner will come. <laughs> tell, tell the, uh, tell the freaks the butterfly lab store. Uh, I mean, it's just an exit scam. Yeah, it wasn't an exit. I, it was like a failure. That, that right? was Garza, right? That's the dude behind that. No, no, Garza was Paycoin. That's what that was. Which was had a floor of twenty dollars. The coin would never behind, go below I he twenty dollars. Butterfly Labs, too. Butterfly Labs, I think, was someone else. Um, but Butterfly Labs was was I think they did one generation of ASICs and then the next generation just never showed up um, or it finally came and it came like super late uh, like after the hash rate was way way higher um, and we've seen that long long time in the history of, of uh, the other company was ASIC miner I think they actually called themselves ASIC miner right and they had they would share they would trade shares on Havelock um, Havelock's investments the centralized uh, Bitcoin based equity market uh, well, and yeah, so I mean, so there's a long history of Bitcoin mining companies that have offered pre-orders um, that have failed to deliver either in a timely fashion or ever. Uh, yeah. Dragonment delayed, significantly delayed. It happens all the time. Like if you're pre-ordering miners, you're probably going to get wrecked. You probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, sometimes you get lucky and they get delivered on time and the failure rate's very low, but. A lot of the times it's not the case. It's either delayed or 
especially if it's like the first batch of a of a new generation yeah. in the first test, like it's a risk. That's why if you're in the mining industry, you want to drive your your cost of power production down as low as possible. Like try to get into the the lowest five percent of the mining industry, and then you can use later more vetted, better vetted models that that you can depend on and you can sacrifice that that um, decline in hash rate produced by the machine uh, because your your cost of power production is lower you have that competitive advantage that allows you some leeway in terms of of hardware uh, the the hardware that you acquire Uh, don't pre-order bitcoin miners just don't pre-order bitcoin miners so i mean some people are if you're a professional Consider it fine. Yeah, it, dep- it depends. But, like, Fragment if- was probably a bad pre-buy, but like now, like Bitmain, some batches are bad to pre-buy, but like others have paid my, off. My point Micro is, Marty, BT, same thing. Marty, if you're like an individual miner and you're just gonna oh, have like one or two yeah. ASICs in your garage because you want KYC free Sats yeah. or whatever, buy on the second. You should day. only only buy things that are not pre-orders. That buy things that'll get shipped right away. Yeah. that are known that are that's a known it's a known machine that you know is going to give off this much you know this rate at whatever like buy that don't buy a pre-order that's that's very good advice for yeah. for individual miners um while we're on the subject it's not on the list either but it came apparent yesterday samsung announced they're going to build a 17 billion dollar foundry in in austin texas which is massive this is, has massive implications. Yeah. And it, it's going to be done by 2023, which is really quick. I was surprised that that was the timeline within two years. Um, so they're applying for permits. Uh, and again, Samsung is the foundry. Samsung, obviously, South Korean company. Everybody knows who they are. They're foundries in South Korea. MicroBT, who makes the What's Miners, they utilize that foundry. TSMC is the foundry that Bitmain uh, leverages. Um, and both foundries are, or both semiconductor companies are building foundries on U.S. soil at the same time. Uh, TSMC uh, in Arizona and, and Samsung in Austin, Texas. And it's just massive for uh, the decentralization of the mining industry and uh, Bitcoin, the Bitcoin network by extension. So this is an incredibly bullish uh, news item that that is something I've been waiting for and something I've been talking about. I've been bullish on like I, the, the incentives. I don't remember you ever mentioning this. Uh, the the incentives <laughs> beyond Bitcoin, just from a, a national security perspective, for the the compute that goes into our military technology is strong enough that it was. You'd it's had very to important. Believe, yeah, you had to believe that something like this was going to happen. It's a and, national security issue. Yeah. And so this is massive that this is happening. So you have Tesla going down there, Samsung going down there. Is Austin the new Silicon Valley? I guess so that's the question. Supposedly Biden is himself, like the Biden administration is prioritizing this. Because um, I saw it, it went out in all caps on Twitter. And like, <laughs> if it goes out in all caps, like, you know, you know, it's real. Uh, good, good, good. Um, is think- Austin the new Silicon Valley or is Miami the new Silicon Valley? I think it might be Austin. Miami's like, like, are those people going to, like, are the people moving to Miami now? Like, have you ever lived in the South when a hurricane rolled, rolled through there? Like, I mean, hurricanes hit Austin too, right? Yeah, but more rare. And by the time Austin's pretty far inland that uh, the, the the hurricanes 
uh, are not as strong when they get that far in. Obviously, there's some outliers. I know it got as far as Houston um, a couple years ago. I forget exactly what hurricane. The Austin crew is strong as fuck. So when when you're so you're going down to Austin to tour Austin and visit our Austin Bitcoiners, uh, like the strongest citadel probably in the world right now. To be honest, Um, I mean they don't have anti-aircraft guns set up yet, so I'm I'm not sure. Like I don't know. I I wouldn't be strong more in a metaphorical sense. Um, so there's, there, can you explain to the freaks? There's like some kind of, uh, A&M Bitcoin conference that's happening while you're down there. Yeah. There's, um, a conference at Texas A&M. I know Michael Saylor is going to be there. I forget the complete while you're down there, right? I believe so. I'm, I don't know if I'm going or not yet. Oh, that's not the main reason you're going down there. No, I'm just going to check it out. I I promised the Austin Citadel crew that I was going to come down in January and, due to something it was going on a great American mind. I couldn't make it down. And, and so like I wanted to be a man of my word. And, uh, when I, when I welched on that promise, I immediately booked a, an Airbnb for two weeks. Yeah. Like it, like uh, I'm at my in-laws house right now, been here for almost a year. It's time to, uh, to move out. And my, the wife and I are trying to figure out where we want to lay our roots and, the Austin crew is recruiting pretty heavy, so we're going to go check it out for two weeks and see what it's all about and see if we move to Austin. Number one Bitcoin citadel in the world. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's awesome. That That's exciting. Yeah, but I forgot I, what it was. Oh, oh, the camera that you're using. The freaks want to know what camera you're using. You're using a Nikon? Uh, right now, this is a Logitech. I have a Fuji, though, uh, X710, or excuse me, SS10. Uh, that I'm waiting on a lens to come in before Wait, I set Wait, this is a completely, up. this is not the camera? This is a different camera? Yeah, this is Logitech. A shout out to uh, Crypto Bobby, uh, who actually recommended this camera that I'm using now. So what, you have two new cameras? No, I've had this one for a while. Um, but you just haven't used it? I have used it, but I always thought it was shitty. But now I have it like in the middle of one of those LED lights and it's working much better than it did Yeah, so before. Marty has like a big ass LED thing going on, like all these different lights and stuff. Meanwhile, so Marty, every time camera? I wake up, I'm like, I launched a new show. Like, I just want to go dark. Like, I'm just gone. Like, what the fuck? But I'm not going to. I won't leave you, freaks. I can't do it. I'm here with you. We'll do it. We'll miss you. We'd miss you too much. <sighs> why, why, why are you gasping? It's a bullish week. Good things are happening. Are we winning? I just, I are kind of. dad? I kind of want to take like a six month break and just like come back at like 140 K. But like, I know I can't do that for the no freak, sleep. So. No sleep. No, stopping. no sleep till 200 K. Once we hit sats and parody though, freaks, like I'm going dark. Like it's over. It, it was a good run. Uh, we were right. You know, right. and uh, we won't be necessary at that point. And at some point, Bitcoin becomes water, right? Right. Like I mean, at, at some point when you want to listen to like your recent Bitcoin news, you just open CNN. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like don't it's just going to be, it's yeah. just going to, but it's just going to be like channel two news. Yeah. Like you open up channel two news and they're like the difficulty adjusted up today. Right. The whirlpool all time high. Yeah. They're going to change like <laughs> the, the bottom right hand. It's not going to be like clock time and the weather. And the degree in Fahrenheit is going to be the block height and the degree in Fahrenheit outside. Marty, how are you going to surf in Austin? <sighs> See, I brought this up to Parker. 
and I and there's going to be some trips taken to to Central America, and South America, and the flights are are cheap and not that long. I'm gonna have to take. Well, when priced in sats, everything's cheap. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure Kelly Slater has a a wave, uh, ranch down there as well. Shout out um, Surfer Jim. Shout out Surfer Jim. Surfer Jim. Long Island Surf Ranch. <laughs> I can't wait to try it out. I know you guys are working on permits right now. I'm wishing you luck on that. I will be one of the first to come try it out. And I have not forgot about your idea about using miners to heat that pool. I think it's a good idea. I think we can make it happen. Let me know when you get the permits. And we will uh, figure out a way to, to allow you to mount, mine Bitcoin to heat that pool. Well, no, not even that. He want the spare wave energy. That as well. You so could, you yeah. generate the wave and Circular. then you recycle Circular. the wave. You recycle the wave. And you use the waste heat from the miners to to, mm-hmm. to heat the pool. It's a circular. It's beautiful. Beautiful baby. I told I told our boy Server Jim that I would ha- handle that for him. And by by me saying that, I just meant I was just gonna tell Marty. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked like, about, I, we talked about I was like, I was like, I got you, bro. <laughs> talk about a big block boom for like an hour. It's possible. Yeah. I think. Um, how profitable it. it is is a question. But anyway, that's a problem, right? Like being close to the ocean. I know. I, again, so I, I should preface this. Austin said, all crew is eager for me to get down there. Have a lot of family up here. I do. I am a family man. I do love my family. It is going to be hard uh, to be pulled away from them. So when I come down there, you're going to have to sell me extremely hard. Um, if we're talking about negatives of Austin crew, there's it's been very lowercase from them. I've Very noticed recently, like Justin Moon, get your caps locks on. Bro. Very lack of caps, you know, like Justin, what the fuck is going on? Parker, what the fuck is going on over there? I just, you know, I, I trust your guys' judgment to a degree, but the more lowercase letters I see come out of those accounts, you know, the more questions I have. Yeah, I get worried. I get worried. Is it like, is it all LARPing? Are you guys LARPing about how, how dope it is down there? Is there no urgency? Is there, is no, there urgency? no urgency? Is there any meat behind your tweets? Or are they just, is it just all lowercase? Are you living a lowercase life? Or are you living a stack mentality? That's a question they have to answer. You have to look, dig deep into their souls and ask themselves, am I a lowercase individual? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Now you got me wanting to tweet in all caps now, just so I don't Dude, feel Dude, like everywhere I look, just caps... Caps rule the run. Caps rule everything around me. Caps rule every. Caps Odell again <laughs> with a zinger. When does it stop? When does it stop? Uh, we should get. <laughs> Still keep going down the list. Uh, we're at software updates. We're an hour and six minutes. Actually, we're not. We can. I'm liking the vibe of this episode right now. But we will get to software updates. Uh, Samurai Wallet version zero point nine nine point nine six C. Uh, is available. I actually upgraded my Samurai wallet on my Pixel. I forget what version it is, but it's running Graphy, and I did that over the weekend. The performance enhancements are are material. Uh, graphene. Wallet. No, well, Graphene. I downloaded that too, but uh, Samurai. Like that's what I use my Graphene for. Oh samurai. yeah, Samurai update is great. Yeah. Like uh, it's like I was playing around with it last week, or it, it, this happened on the eighth or earlier, or no, the third. Yeah, it was last week. Um, it's like a, a noticeable difference. Am I am I wrong in saying that? 
Uh, no, no. It, I mean, the performance in general has just been going up and to the right. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're if you're running Samurai, go download it. Um, I've used it. Yeah, it, it's it's worth uh, upgrading to this version again. Version zero point nine nine point nine six C. Um, Nunchuck mentioned earlier. Uh, the team that that uh, announced the the cold card vulnerability, they're out with version zero point nine point seven. Anything notable you want to chat about? Was it, it's nunchuck? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, join market. I have version. nothing. I have nothing for you for all of these updates. Okay. Join market version zero point eight point one is out, uh, and then Sparrow version one point one point zero is out. That's it. Very uh. Very short software update list this week. Yeah, everyone was too big. Like, the bull market's going to slow everyone down. <laughs> we can't concentrate. No one can concentrate. Let's be don't honest. Get, don't get don't get complacent, freaks that are building out there. Please don't get complacent. No one's um, getting complacent. We're just all getting rich. <laughs> stay humble. Can you stay humble, please? Uh, one thing I did want to bring up that I, I should have brought up last week, but I forgot to. Um, a Bitcoin core contributor reached out to me after our discussion about Tor, uh, especially Tor version three and the fact that it was um, acting pretty shitty after it got attacked. Uh, a question came up of, are there alternative privacy um, networks like Tor that, that Bitcoin core is working to implement? And the answer is yes, actually. Um, and here's the message. From the I2P. Yeah. So Bitcoin Core's current dependence on Tor is why we're adding support for other privacy networks, I2P, Invisible Internet Project, probably in the next release, then CJDNS after that. I don't um, know about the other ones, but I2P is a shitcoin. Why do you say that? I2P has been hyped forever. Tor, Tor seems like a shitcoin too. No, Tor works. Tor does Tor, it though? Tor is very Bitcoin esque in that. It gets the fucking job done. You know, like there's a lot of haters, but it gets the job done and people rely on it and it works. And and I2P is like. Well, if it's not a shit. I2P is like, we're going to have tokens on lightning or something. I don't know. You know, it's like a, it's like something that is, I've, I've, it's a constant two weeks. We're going to get it in two weeks. I've been hearing you, I2P for fucking years. Do you think Bitcoin core users should have the optionality? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we should support all of the privacy-focused networks, you know, technologies or whatever possible. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, is there going to support but it? My point is, is that we're very much reliant on Tor, and we're going to be very much reliant God. on Tor going forward. Is that a good thing? As long as we don't operate under the premise that we need Tor uptime, it's fine. And, and that for, you need Tor uptime. Okay, right? but for on-chain, we don't. That's true. For liquid, we don't. That's true. So, okay. So that's a lightning thing that we should figure out. And 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 the real solution, if someone was going to ask, is is a sophisticated watchtower ecosystem. Yes. Where we have semi-corporate watchtowers that are operating on both ClearNet and Tor. But Define a Tor semi-corporate can, for me. The point is, is like it's a professional watchtower and like a Tor node can pay them via lightning to watch them. So even though the watchtower is being run by a known entity, 
the Tor node that is being watched by the watchtower isn't a known entity. So like okay. a bit refill watchtower or something, right? Where like you go to bitrefill.com slash watchtower and then like you put in your pub key and then you like pay the invoice and you give them whatever and then they, they cover your ass. You can't do private channels without Tor, right? That's what enables the private channels? Uh, no, you can do no. private channels okay. on ClearNet. Yeah. Okay. And they're just not broadcast. A private channel, the only difference between a private and a public channel is it's not broadcast. The, the difference between Tor versus ClearNet is that your your counterparty that has the other channel with you knows your IP address. Okay. And your IP sense. address doxes so much shit about you. Right. That's what's like really funny is like funny. Like not funny. Uh, funny. Like when we have people shit talk hardware wallets and they're shit talking hardware wallets because... Um, you have to get them shipped to you. So it's a privacy risk of doxing Bitcoiners. And they do it on a ClearNet app that requires you to upload your contacts to, to, to invite other people uh, and, and is cataloging phone numbers and is not encrypted and is listening to every chat you're making. And, and they, then tells you- They have a backend run by like a Chinese then, Communist Party company. Yeah, and then they tell you to go to a ClearNet website where they could easily be logging your IP address is complete bullshit. <laughs> I agree. I'm not going to fight you there. It is. So is is Clubhouse the new TikTok that we're falling prey to? So, Marty, I did actually kind of call you out a little bit on Dispatch. I forgot about that. What'd you say? About TikTok versus Clubhouse. Like well, you were so so you were pro TikTok ban, right? Yeah, I'm pro. I'm. Hey, are we're we pro club before we are hit we, record? What? I think the experience on Clubhouse no, that's not what I meant, though. No, I like that's why I haven't been using it that much in the last TikTok week versus Clubhouse. Why <sighs> should TikTok get banned, but Clubhouse doesn't get banned? So the the ambiguity here, not ambiguity, but the the gray area here is like it hasn't been confirmed whether or not that company Agora is actually officially associated in running the back. Doesn't matter. Like it's coming. It's an American company. Right? No, so, my point is neither should be banned. And they're both no. corporate surveillance apps. Okay. You know? I'll concede that, yes. So, like, okay. the question really Maybe is, is like, the question people have about Clubhouse is, like, are, like, U.S. government corporations, uh, U.S. government supporting corporations uh, spying on you? Or is, or is also the Chinese government spying on you as well? Right? Yes. Like, that's the question. But really, at the end of the day, all of these apps are spying on you. They're all corporate surveillance apps. And it's a slippery slope to say that any of them should be banned. So, none of them should be banned. But like people should be aware of the trade-offs when they're using these services, right? And they should try and use burner numbers. They should try and use burner email addresses. They should be aware that their IP address is being leaked. They should be aware that all their voice conversations are being transcribed and recorded most likely um, and monetized. Um, so like these are things that the people should be aware of, but like we shouldn't be banning apps. And it's okay. interesting to me where the TikTok back and, and the first conversation I had on Clubhouse, which I signed up for to be like complete disclosure, right? I did, use a, I did use a burner number. I didn't upload my contacts, but I did sign up for it, right? Um, the first conversation I had was how TikTok was garbage and, and Clubhouse was the bee's knees. It was like the best thing ever, right? And it's just an interesting thing. It's an interesting, you know, like, yeah, like, come on, guys. Like, it's all corporate surveillance, including Twitter, which we use, you know? Right. Including not, Zoom, which we're yeah, YouTube. <laughs> recording through right now. We're broadcasting this through Twitter and YouTube and Twitch. 
It's like the three, it's the three heavyweights of American corporate surveillance that we're broadcasting through. But like, let's not pretend that's not the case. Okay. Okay. You're making a very compelling point. Maybe I'll concede this point to you. Cheers. That is fucked up. It's like, ah. Like, like, again, like if you're not paying, you are the product. Clubhouse is obviously very free. TikTok, Twitter. We pay for Zoom, so they shouldn't be fucking spying on this, though. But they still are. (laughs) Right? Like, can we flip this model? That rule doesn't guarantee that you're not being spied on. It's just that if if you're not paying, you're definitely being spied on. Exactly. But, like, they might also have a value add if you pay that they also spy on you. And, like, that's the thing. Like, the rumor is with Clubhouse, actually, that their monetization model isn't going to be ad-based which is promising. Like, that's a good thing. Um, we don't want, we, we, I prefer if a, a company's business model is aligned with their users in a way that the right. user benefits, the user receives more subscription dollars. And we see this with Substack. The user receives more subscription dollars. Substack receives their bigger, their percentage. They get their cut, right? They get their cut. User's happy. User has more audience. Substack's happy. Substack has more revenue, right? And the, and the incentives aligned, but it doesn't mean that there isn't games being played behind the scenes. But it is important, I think, that we support companies that do have aligned incentives. And Dude. Zoom is one of the, Zoom is one of them. But like they're definitely still spying on us. But yes. but their their incentive is that if they provide us a quality product, we subscribe every month, right? Yeah, and it's, I mean it is a quality product. We're using it now. You're they're not picking up my mic correctly, so maybe. Not as high quality as I, I previously thought, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's tough, right? My wife's screaming downstairs. She's uh, frazzling my brain right now. Um, is, is she, why is she screaming? Because uh, she just found screaming. out that she's you didn't have loudly. the best Comcast uh, package this whole she's, time. She's talking loudly to the babysitter, explaining things. You can hear her. Baby, shut up. Um, just kidding. I love you. Uh, he. <sighs> So that's why I'm very bullish on the Sphinx chat app and the the roadmap they have. Like, it's sticky. I like it. It feels good as a user that is contributing to the podcast that I listen to via that app. And then as a podcaster, as a content creator, it's being rewarded. Um, and I think the way they have their uh, basically like node services set up does align incentives correctly. I agree. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> are you reading the fucking comments right now? What are they saying? They said they said your wife is mad at the package, just not the Comcast one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have told you that. <laughs> I'm like, I was I was doing really well at staying concentrated, and then I couldn't help hey, myself on that one. Freaks, you know what? It's the ocean in the motion, the <laughs> wizard, not the wand. Okay, that's all we got to tell. That's all. That's all Uncle Marty's gonna say. Okay. Uh, I gave them way too much satisfaction. They're super happy now in the comments. <laughs> you sick fucks! Don't talk about my wife. What she thinks about my package, please. Mind your own business, freaks. If you would, I'd appreciate it. Uh, uh, uh. We already talked about the Twitter CFO. Do you want to add anything to that? No, I mean, he didn't even, they weren't even planning on announcing anything Bitcoin related. They just kind of got ramrodded on that. It was just hilarious. 
Jack, like, let's have some consistency between companies here. Like, you, you got a very good Bitcoin message at Square. Yeah, I mean, Jack, let, let's be honest. Like, you can criticize Jack all you want. Like, if he had the leeway to take all of Twitter's cash flow and put it into Bitcoin, he probably would fucking do it. Yeah, I agree. Don't think he has much control over Twitter as anybody would like. Um, yeah, so Hester Pierce came out. Ready for this is like Bitcoin ETFs coming. She's ready. She's ready to work with Gary Gensler to bring a B ETF to market. Oh, so uh, thank you, thank you, Commissioner. Couldn't wait. Like that's why we pumped. It wasn't Elon? <laughs> so this um, is. I mean, for any I mean, any any freaks who are new to this podcast to Bitcoin, this has like been one of the biggest memes in the space since what 2016, 2015. The Winklevoss were like, oh, we're gonna. Oh, yeah. uh, an ETF in like March of 2017. Except, like that. except that Michael Saylor and fucking Elon shoved their hand. They pushed their hand here because right. if, if, the if these guys don't make a move, like every single company in the S&P 500 is going to be a fucking Bitcoin ETF. Right. So like, they have to fucking offer it. Uh, if they offer it, it takes some of the wind out of the sails of the these companies putting it on their on their balance sheets because there is a desire for Bitcoin exposure. And that's why we see all of these GBTC competitors release. This week, I don't have it on the list, but BlockFi released their version. It's not a ticker yet. This is why I don't have it on the list. Um, but there's like three or four companies that are doing exact clones of GBTC um, with smaller, ma lower management fees than GBTC to compete. And it's because the market desires exposure to Bitcoin without learning about private keys. Those boomers want access. And if Hester Pierce doesn't give it to them, they're going to get it through these these companies' balance sheets. And uh, so, so, so if they want to be responsible, and they and like also after the GameStop shit, like this whole idea that like oh a Bitcoin ETF isn't a responsible thing to do is like fucking ridiculous. You know, like the fucking weed right. stocks are going crazy. I got my boys. They're like, oh, I'm trading like Chinese electric car companies. You know, I'm like trading this <laughs> and that, and they got like. 3x short S&P 500 ETFs and shit like fuck you like the everyone knows it's a joke when you say like oh we're we're trying to be responsible and there's no bitcoin ETF right and it's like we talked about last week Calpers getting exposure to Riot MicroStrategies alone is outperforming bitcoin since they made that buy right they're up like 800% or something like that yeah, the freaks actually corrected me because I said like the overwhelming, I said they were like in line with Bitcoin. They're actually way outperforming MicroStrategy because they just assume they're going to buy more Bitcoin. And because the demand is so fucking high for Bitcoin exposure, like people want Bitcoin exposure, they're demanding it. And the regulators are the ones being irresponsible here. Yeah. Rodolfo just feed me. You didn't listen to the four hour dispatch. Sorry, Rodolfo. I was actually recording a podcast. Wait, did he like DM you about it? No, he tweeted at me. He's he's angry three minutes ago. Rodolfo, oh, that's all, thanks for listening, Rodolfo. We appreciate, I appreciate you. you. Love you. You must be listening live. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's an honor. He can't help himself. I love my block clock. I love your block clock. Uh, the price is getting further away from fifty thousand dollars in the wrong. What direction. the fuck is going on, freaks? I don't know. I don't know. Burn. What the fuck is Marty drinking? Bourbon plus beer plus ice. Yeah, the ice is melted in my cider. I got bourbon and I uh, try to stay hydrated with the water as well. Are Many you reading things. the live chat now? No, I'm checking Twitter. Stop checking Twitter. What the fuck are you doing, bro? You know, 
If you're gonna if you're gonna reward any freaks for live action, it has to be the live chat. You can't like fucking. The next thing we know, he's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm on Instagram. I just got like tagged by Lindsay Lohan." <laughs> Lindsay, a lot of people got angry at me last night for my Lindsay Lohan tweet. I didn't. I wasn't coming at Lindsay. I was coming at the Bitcoin to the moon, like just uh, force fed tweet. The like it's. It's like, literally like, what do I tweet about Bitcoin? It's like, oh, publicist. Like, I got the tweet for you. It's going to blow up. Oh, well, Bitcoin to the moon, right? Yeah. And yeah. she did it all lowercase. Yeah. Which is like, according to... Very low energy, Lindsay. Very low energy. Well, I used to be a radical lowercase. Like, let's be honest here, right? Like, I, I, I'm a man of extremes. I was radical mm-hmm. lowercase. Now I'm radical all caps. Um, <laughs> but, but the thing with Lindsay Lohan, and we've seen this with Soldier Boy, the tweets look very similar. These celebrities, they pretend they're rich, okay? They, they're short Bitcoin. They don't have any Bitcoin. They are poor. They have cameos. You can go to cameo.com. You can, make these, you can make these so-called rich people do anything you want for $350. Yeah. You can, they're, they're buying, these tweets are being bought by shitcoiners for like $1,000 to shill shitcoins because these so-called rich people aren't rich they're poor they don't care about their audience and 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 it fucking shows they're short bitcoin we're going to squeeze the fuck out of them i cannot believe if if marty if you took like even if you took like five thousand dollars to shill a shit coin on your twitter feed i would have zero respect for you i you would completely be dead to me you we can share a screen i could show you dms right now of how many i know i get them all the time i get them all the time you'd be the poorest person in the world to me yeah. And I feel like this cycle is going to wake, we're going to, like, people are like, these are top things, having celebrities endorse these shit coins. They're not top things. We're still very early in this cycle. It's just the shit corners have gotten a little bit more sophisticated. The celebrities have gotten a little bit poorer. And, and, and that combination of the two is, is the celebrities are just all being bought off for like pennies. They're getting, they're getting bought off for like, you can get Lindsay Lohan to shill your shit coin for like 500,000 sats. You know, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's weak, right? Like, don't. And again, like I, I say a lot, it's a long-term reputation game, right? Like, are you willing to blow your reputation on five hundred sats for a shitcoin? Not five hundred thousand sats, but still five hundred. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hopefully, you're not doing it for five hundred. <laughs> but yeah, you sad uh, sack of shit. You're doing it for twenty cents. <laughs> can't even rub two pennies together i need those sats ah yeah i mean it's that is crazy to think like how early we are if not a financial advice not trying to predict any price action but if we are very early bozal mezcal expanding oh let me read that in spanish please move it move it back a little bit expanding Okay, that's uh, that's the mezcal of the day. Bozal that was pretty you? horrible pronunciation. Bozal's great. This is good yeah. shit. Diablas Espanol. Diablas Espanol. You you don't even know what I just said. You don't know. You can't even speak Spanish. You just said I just said it terribly. Bitcoin Moon. <laughs> hey, yeah. Was it La Cena? No, La Cena's dinner, right? I don't know. Uh, Fuck it. Lesuena is dream. 
Like dream big, a lot, a lot of people say. Uh, dinner is, what is dinner? You know, breakfast is decision. We're not gonna get into the, the no Spanish. Me hablo muy poquito español. That's all I'll say. Um, this is pretty cool. Our boy Grubles over at Blockstream. Shout out to Blockstream. Uh, uh, we announced last week that they uh, uh, they are distributing the Bitcoin Core repository from the satellite one one way transmission. If you want to download the code that allows you to access Bitcoin, um, uh, Bitcoin Core specifically, uh, the, the Blockstream satellite is is streaming that information to anybody with the satellite that can accept it. Um, and then Grubles wrote a, uh, a, a um, what are we calling this? A, a guide? A, a guide, yeah. Orbital data freighting with blockchain satellite. You wrote a guide to, with a very, very nice title. Yes. Um, basically explaining how to send big files via the blockchain satellite. And this is something, blockchain satellite is like, one of the coolest things in the Bitcoin space in my mind. Like, and when we like say Blockstream satellite, we mean like there's a bunch of satellites. And also they don't own the satellites. No, they own a channel in these satellites. They rent them. Yes. Um, well, that's what like the Tesla news too. So tying this in it like... That's Blockstream, not Tesla. Or excuse me, SpaceX. Uh, the the Blockstream satellite channels are, are lonely up there. They need a companion. Or, Starlink's uh, a game changer. Right, Starlink is a big game changer. Uh, I've seen the data come out from uh, friends that are that are are you using it. Are you a beta tester? Oh no, I was just someone mentioned that at Capital B. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're like oh, I thought you were like oh, I'm I'm using it. No, oh no, I'm not a beta tester. It's hard to be a beta tester for Starlink. Like you yeah. can't. It, there was there's a freak that's a beta tester though. I know a couple beta testers, and they say the data transmission is like insane. insane. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and rurally, it's it's very difficult, especially in rural America, to have good internet. I mean, the internet fucking sucks. And like, it, like I'm someone who's looking for land. Like, I want to have a large amount of land. Um, Starlink really opens up the possibilities uh, in terms of land that has good internet. Um, so I, I'm I'm pretty bullish on that. I mean, if you look at if you look at the Elon stack, right? Richest man in the Dude, world. He could close the loop so incredibly. He's got the cyber truck. He's got fucking energy. He's got batteries. Let's, he's got spaceships. He's got vehicles. You did know, you he's got internet. He's got tunnels. Like, what did the fuck? Did you see fuck? my tweet earlier this week? Let's let's focus on Bitcoin, though. Like, he could put a Bitcoin node, lightning node, and wallet in his Tesla fleet. Uh, did you, you go to a charging station. You can, you can make it machine-to-machine payable with lightning network. There's a... There's a proof of concept out there already. I forget exactly who made it, but I wrote a newsletter about it in the summer and resurfaced it earlier this week. Uh, and then you could have the, the Starlink satellites feeding that, that fleet of cars block header data, like accepting or receiving transactions or like the way that he can implement Bitcoin from a full stack perspective into every one of his businesses and their business operations is mind blown like you could literally create like but all this is bullshit it, no it's right? not why no no it's all cool right but really why is it bullshit because it's fun and 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 when bitcoiners need it it will be like inevitable in the future right but when we're talking about it's mostly mental masturbation like when we're talking about why do you say that because tesla stacking 
you know, $4 billion more of Bitcoin is a way, is a way bigger, uh, okay. Thing. You want the liquidity. It's like, it, it's the same thing. The higher it's, price floor. It's the same thing. Like, uh, I'm in it for know. the tech, bro. Like the Uber CEO, the, tech. the Uber CEO is like they're looking into Bitcoin payments for that taxi was such rides, a bullshit. right? Like, like that's bullshit, right? And like it's the same thing, like like car to car payments and stuff is cool. Like that that stuff it's is not cool. car to car. It's like car to charger. That actually okay, makes car sense. to charger pay per kilowatt hour. Well, what if you get charged by another car? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> you can get like, my my car has full charge. You need to go a little bit farther, and we're parked next to each other. Like I should be able to charge you and you should be able to take some of my battery. Is that possible? Could you do that? You know, one day in your mental masturbation, you'll be able to do it for lightning, but I'm saying I'm like, not it's not that big of a deal. You're the one meant you're the one making up all these fake scenarios. I'm talking that's about cool, what is actually that's a cool possible scenario. Right that's a cool scenario. I'm talking right? about what's possible. This is like legit possible. Like I said, there's a proof of concept. Okay. Like, I have another, we know the satellite exists in Blockstream. Like there's no reason Starlink couldn't do it too. Like these are, okay. Possibly, this is a mental masturbation. Like you're driving, you're driving down the highway. You're driving down the highway. The person in front of you is driving very slow, and you want to go faster. So you just automatically send them a lightning payment to move out of your fucking way. It works. Car to car payment, but way less effect than a four billion dollar purchase on tesla's balance sheet why would you pay for that when you can just like, <laughs> bring the pedal to the metal and route around them i don't know i like the idea of like the slow traffic gets paid and they just move just move them out of the way automatically see like we have a total convoluted view with this here in america because <laughs> of the speed limits we just need to like bring the autobahn to the u.s like people should just be allowed to drive this i'm a fast driver i, I drive i only drive under the speed limit only responsible driving. I'm like a consistent between 80 and 90. Uh, if if there's no traffic, like a little bit above 90 type of guy. But it does feel like Elon's building like a stack, right? Right. That's all I was trying to say, Matthew. I agree. The potential agree. for the stack is pretty massive. I, I 100% agree. Right. And does I he think, realize it? Does he realize it? Does it doesn't seem like he realizes it? Like, is he fucking with Doge? Like, is he fucking around with us? Like, does he actually know what's going on? Or is he confused about, like, the... Because you got to think, like, a PayPal, that's... This, Bitcoin is exactly what they wanted to do. Like, fuck the Doge shilling, but it was kind of cute that he said that his son was a toddler hodler. <laughs> right. So that makes you, like, that little toddler hodler... It's like a little leak. Like it's hey, a Bitcoin joke, what, right? I know what I'm fucking talking about. It's like, a Bitcoin joke. You don't right? make that joke otherwise. Yeah. But like the stack, when you think about like how like you, you have a toddler hodler, right? Like yeah. that's funny. Like you guys laugh about that. You're like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. 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 A toddler hodler. I can hear him right now. I think he gets it. I still think he's short Bitcoin. And if you listen to the Scaramucci interview, Scaramucci also thinks he's short Bitcoin. Like if you don't, like he's he's the richest man in the world, right? He's he's yes. way overweight fiat. Yes, that's true. So comparatively right. speaking, from a percentage so these guys, overall. yeah, these guys, it's it, they have to move fucking mountains to not be short Bitcoin. I mean, there's over there's like fifty million millionaires, right? And they can't each own one Bitcoin. Forty seven million or something. Yeah, like that's crazy. Right. They can't each own a Bitcoin. This is something we've been saying for years, right? But right. but but now that that Wall Street bets has come in and people know what a short squeeze is, now we're trying to meme this meme this hard. And and the truth of the matter is, every single one of those millionaires, they're short Bitcoin. 
and the squeeze is going to be fucking ridiculous. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Like, I literally don't think humanity up to this point in history has ever experienced like the, the type of step no. function change that we're about to experience. Right. So did you have a typo on that tweet? Yeah. I said compute. I, I had like such fucking, a good response and then you I just know, deleted it, perfect, it on me. It was perfect. <sighs> and I'm sorry, but I, I literally was like crawling in my insides. Oof. It's, instead of comparing, like my autocorrects changed it to computer. It didn't make any sense. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Fair. Fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think humanity is ready. For, like people don't realize like this has never happened before. This will never happen again. Like this is, we, this is crazy. This is the, what, what is about to happen is going to, and like, I like wouldn't. We feel, literally chemically as a species, as an animal, don't have the, the prior experiences to react to what's about to happen. Like, like our lizard brains aren't ready for what's about to happen. I don't think maybe we're being too bullish, but like, no, we're not. This is the thing. It's like, if I'm going to join you twice weekly, like I need to make clear how I feel. Otherwise I will feel bad in six months. And it's important that people realize that we're sitting in a ridiculous scenario right now. Like right now is the most bullish time I've ever been in Bitcoin. It's not risk, once in a lifetime. It's once in humanity. Risk I mean, you're adjusted. You're talking about all of human history. Risk adjusted. Bitcoin has never been more bullish than it's today. I have never stacked more on a daily basis than I do today. I right. stack more today than I've ever done. We had, and I we probably should have stacked earlier. What? We had that little dip into like the low 30s last week. I just kept stacking. I bought that dip and like just looking at that, like uh, buying the dips at this point right now, you'll be so proud of your future self once you buy that dip. It's important that we make this clear because otherwise I will regret it. And I do not want to regret it. No. The freaks need to realize. We, There's a sad squeeze going on. We are just getting fucking started, guys. This is going to be ridiculous. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous. And none of us have enough Bitcoin. No. And what do you want to say to your future children? And they're sitting there, 2035, 2040. Papa, Papa, what were you doing during 2021? Did you do than that guy, Marty's owl. Yeah, that asshole. <laughs> what were you doing? Like, do you want to say, like, ah, I was slacking ass, just hanging out, <laughs> gambling? I was gambling. Oh, yeah, I gambled on the Super Bowl. I took the over. Oh, I did gamble on the Super Bowl. Did you gamble on the Super Bowl? Fuck no, I don't gamble. I've never gambled in my I've made one bet in my life. A junior year in high school, there was kids at my lunch table that ran a book and I bet the Eagles would cover the spread. Tom Brady's the, the goat. Do we agree? I literally bet I literally bet ten dollars that the Eagles would cover the spread against the Patriots. I won that bet. Is, I've only ever made one bet in my life. I won it and I've never gambled since. Is is Tom Brady the goat? Yeah. I mean it's hard to like seven betting on Tom days. Brady as like an he went underdog, to Tampa Bay and took them to a championship in one year. Like betting on Tom years. Brady as the underdog was the easiest sats I've ever earned in my life. Yeah. So thank you to all you pigeons out there who, uh, who bet on the chiefs. What a racist team name. Oh, stop that. Don't <laughs> that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I win one bet. And then all of a sudden I'm just calling the other team. <laughs> racist. <laughs> 
Uh, that was a boring Super Bowl. I turned it off. We started watching The Sopranos. It's not boring when you have a million sats on the line. You yeah, know? well, I don't, I don't gamble. So I'm happy you won that bet. Uh, me too. I guess there's fantasy. There's a nine thousand dollar candle the next day. Thank God, I fucking won it. Is fantasy considered gambling? Like I've, I've yeah, played fantasy, fantasy is also considered gambling. Okay, it's That's less the, effective gambling. It's the extent of my gambling. It's like dollar cost gambling. Yeah. <laughs> because you you like average it out for the whole every week, right? Sometimes my cousins will play this game called Shut the Box, or we'll play like five dollars. Not very pots, humble caps. I agree. Pots get pretty big. Um, what did you play boxes this 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 Super Bowl? Uh, no. So I'm talking about a different game. It's a dice game called Shut oh. the Box. Um, really fun game. Uh, I'll throw like five to ten dollars on that every once in a while. So I do gamble, but nothing nothing insane. If you're a freak out there listening to a sports gambling fiend, if you're like you're coming, like don't bet on sports, bet on but, sats, bet on but yourself. If you do, consider oh. nitrogensports.eu, which is Bitcoin Wait. only. No, because then you're telling people to give up sats instead of cuck bucks for. I'm just saying, like, if, yeah, you're 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 making them sat poor. You're no, you're advising I've, people I, to become sat poor right now. I've never used it, but if I were to use a gambling site. I would use nitrogensports.eu. They've been fantastic. Uh, hypothetically. Been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that was a like, slip right there. And they're only Bitcoin. They're Bitcoin only. Yeah. Don't 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 entice the freaks to gamble away their sats. I advise against that. Don't use any gambling site. Stack sats and said. Except right, my look- mother. My mother. She plays the the fucking lotto every day. And I'm like, mom. Stop buying these lottery tickets. Like it's literally, yeah. I mean, but lottery designed tickets, to make you poor. Just lottery like literally tickets go on the are, cash app and use the money you would to buy these lottery tickets and buy Bitcoin with it. But if you're com- if you're comparing lottery tickets to a money line on the goat, then then you know that that is. Yeah, I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady, but I'm also it's completely like, different. It's a completely. I'd rather bet on example. Bitcoin than Tom Brady, okay. even though he's the goat. I'd rather bet on Bitcoin. To be clear, to be clear. I lost all my Bitcoin on sales with clubs, so I have no Bitcoin now. It's gone. I lost it all gambling. I was surfing Mavs earlier today and had my hardware wallet in my in my board shorts. Fucking ate shit. It's at the bottom of, of the ocean. Rest in peace. God, God bless that uh that person who goes on the treasure hunt and finds it. We talked about Michael Saylor a little bit earlier today. Uh he launched a an academy for bitcoin courses shout out to our boy stefan lavera uh who's very integral in this uh michael saylor academy uh and it's just an aggregation of the best content to help you go from zero to understanding bitcoin and why it is an important asset uh in our lives today and will be for our children and grandchildren lives moving forward um really well done uh vj boyapati uh, Parker Lewis, a bunch Bitcoin of other magazine, Bitcoin magazine, a bunch of really good content that we've talked about throughout the years. No TFTC content, but really not but heard about that at all. Like uh, the the, the uh, I'm fucking with you. Uh, it's if you want to send somebody to like go from zero to understanding Bitcoin, I really like the the would you call it a syllabus or the so, course. Yeah, syllabus. So, so, so Sailor Academy is is the absolute coolest thing that uh, Michael Sailor has done. Beside, it's the eighth coolest thing. Like his seven yachts are the are the the coolest, and then the Sailor Academy is dope. It's free. It's a completely free education product. 
Um, Stefan handled this course. He did all the curation for the course. It's like a fucking 10 hour course, completely free to learn about Bitcoin. Um, that's badass. Like props to you, bro. Uh, for both of them props. So I don't know if he got paid for it or not props to both of them. Did. Um, got a lot of work. I'll tell I'll tell you definitely props to like sailor, like billionaires don't have to educate people for free. So props that's to him. Fucking dope. But Michael, if you're listening to this, Bitcoin is a currency. Okay. Like I'm just going to say, wait, no. So we actually talked about this on dispatch and, uh, Rodolfo convinced me. Um, what do you say? This motherfucker is speculating, attacking the dollar. He's he's attacking the dollar, and he's just like, I'm. We're not attacking the dollar. Okay, I, I agree. That's what he's saying, right? He's okay. like, and he's Trojan horsing it, all right. He's Trojan right. horsing. But the metaphor I used was Putin, Putin in Ukraine, right? Where he just like took the he took the logo off of his army guys, and he was just like, oh, but those those aren't those. That's not Russian army, you know? And like <laughs> he just like sent them in, and like he just took it over, and like that was enough plausible deniability that everyone was like. Oh, well, I mean, it doesn't say Russia. We don't know. They're just guys in camo. We don't know who they are, right? And that's what Sailor's doing. Sailor's just, he's speculating, attacking the dollar. He's legitimately attacking the dollar. Yeah, I mean, Encouraging other billionaires to attack the dollar. And then at the same time, he's like, no, we're not attacking attacking the dollar. I I agree with that. Okay, I can get down with that. And nothing is more, makes that more evident than the $650 million convertible note at 75 bits that got rolled right into Bitcoin and is worth something like $2 billion right now. Uh, it's insane. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I'm sold. I'm sold on that one. Like he's, he, he must know, he must know he's attacking the dollar. Like he's doing it. He's literally living that. He figured out the cheat code. He's fucking going for it. And I, I kind of love that he's at the same time, he's like, we're not going to replace, like, there's no reason to hold dollars in a world, in a post Bitcoin world. Like no. you hold the bare minimum dollars. Um, and people realize that, like we had the, the guy I started, Dan Nathan of risk reversal advisors, who I started dispatch with this week on CNBC. He was like, oh. he was like, if we do not ban Bitcoin, Every single company is going to replace the U.S. dollars on their balance sheets for Bitcoin. He he owned it. He owned it. He basically was like, Bitcoin is the best money we've ever had, and everyone should own it unless we ban it. Like he 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 Brad Sherman the fuck out of it. He just hundred percent understood the value. Problem but he of was like completely combative, right? Like he's like we can't. Yeah. He's like Mike Green. Like we can't do this. Like it's yeah. He was like we're going to regulate the shit out of it to make sure that companies can't do it because otherwise. There's no reason for them to keep the shitty money well, over the good money. This is this is a perfect segue to what came out of Nigeria today. Hundred uh, percent. Like the Nigeria Senate had like a hearing. Um, I don't think it was specifically about Bitcoin, but I think Bitcoin became a topic. And I wrote about it in the Ben today, but it's just like it's so illuminating, like how some politicians think about this and like what Bitcoin's actually doing. So again, Nigeria, the Nigerian Senate, they had a tweet thread today of a basically a live tweet thread of a hearing they had again bitcoin was a topic that came up and and a few senators uh of the nigerian senate like just had a discussion about it it was actually some a very uh nuanced discussion like there were some naysayers and then there were some people like hey like people are building good businesses and and doing good things like it's it's undeniable that this is actually helping nigerians um uh 
create like successful businesses. And so the tweets I highlighted in the Ben today is where it starts. So Senator Sani Musa, uh, who's like worried about Bitcoins and like, it's funny cause they like, they get the, the gravity of what's going on right now. Cryptocurrency has a worldwide transaction, which you cannot even identify who's own owns what nuance there. Uh, the technology is so strong that I don't see the kind of regulation that we can do. So saying we can't regulate it. Like, I don't think we can actually regulate this. Bitcoin has made our currency almost useless and valueless. So this is where Sani <laughs> goes wrong. Like, and that's what I wrote about today is like the Bitcoin is not the reason why your currency is almost useless it and valueless. Like the, 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 I looked it up too. I went to the, what is equivalent of the St. Louis fed for the Nigerian central bank. And they printed, they expanded the, uh, uh, Naira float by 30% last year in the last 12 months. Uh, so they expanded the, the, the free float of, of Nigerian Naira, which is their currency by 30%, which is pretty significant. Um, and so like, it's not Bitcoin doing that. Like, it, well, Bitcoin gives people that, you, an option to leave well, their currency. Yeah. So that's what I said. So they, they expanded their balance sheet and they expanded the free float of, of the units of Naira, which just naturally devalues everybody's uh, holdings of Naira within Nigeria. And then on top of that, like you have the, the NSARS movement where they shut down the bank accounts of those, uh, those protesters. And then recently attempting to shut down the ability for banks to operate with cryptocurrency exchanges and stop using the C word, bro. Bitcoin exchanges. I'm sorry. We can we can be the change we want to see in the world. You this know, is true. just, this just is true. switch it with Bitcoin. They're just, Thank you for they're they're closing the Bitcoin or bank accounts. I'm reading I'm reading what they're saying. They yeah. Bitcoin is the reason their currency sucks. You yeah. know, just switch up. Well, that the words. that they actually did say Bitcoin has made our our currency almost useless. But it again, has it has pretty much made their that's currency projection. Useless. It's projection. Projection was the word two weeks ago, and again we're going to bring it back. They're projecting what they did to their own currency. Again, they printed it. 30% and they expanded their uh, amount of Naira in, in the market by 30% in the last 12 months. And then they've weaponized the, the financial system within Nigeria against their own citizens. And so like you can't not expect well, individuals to turn to Bitcoin in this situation when you're debasing their savings and, and you're inflating away the currency they use. And then on top of that, you're not even allowing them to use that currency for they, what they want to. So they're naturally going to turn to Bitcoin. And that's what, like, was very interesting about the Senate hearing, at least the the, the peak in that we got with this Twitter thread particularly, is that there seemed to be, like, nuanced discussion. So, like, another senator chimed in and said, um, we didn't create Bitcoin, switching it out for cryptocurrency, and so we cannot kill it and also cannot refuse to ensure it works for us. These <laughs> children, and that's the thing. Like they, they, they reference like the young Nigerians using You just it. said it again, bro. The, well, that's what they're writing. Just uh, replace uh, it in your mind. These children are doing great business with it and they're getting results. This is incredible. I got, I'm so pumped somebody said this. I mean, they're Nigeria so out of Nigeria cannot immune itself. Well, no, this guy, this guy, uh, Senator uh, Biodin Elujimi, um, I think I pronounced that right. Uh, he seems to get it. Like, so like, I think this might be the, our, our, our queen Lummis down in Nigeria. No, they're so out of touch that they didn't realize when they tweeted this out, they were going to get ratioed. Of course they're going to get ratioed. Like you guys are just, it's like a, such a cell phone. It's like right. a massive cell phone. Our lady Christine co covered it the best. 
Um, these guys, they're going to need to cover the escapes. Christine? Lagarde. If, if, they oh. don't, if, they don't, if they don't cover the escapes, then why would we ever stay with their shitty money? Why are we going to use your shitty money if we can use better money unless you block us from using better money? And it's going to become immediately transparent as all of these countries start trying to block the exits from their shitty money. They're proving that their money is shitty in the first place. And exactly. they, can't, they, they can't effectively block the exits. That's a beautiful irony of this particular uh, uh, argument from the one senator in Nigeria today is like, oh, they're turning to it. It's like with the NSARS movement, they literally forced people into Bitcoin. And over the summer, Nigerians turned to P2P exchanges over central, like Paxful. I'm pretty sure Nigeria is number one in volume on Paxful. I could be wrong. It's up there it's at least. Top five at least. And, and like if you speak to any Nigerians, uh, which there's a lot of them on Clubhouse. We've had a lot of conversations with them on Clubhouse uh, recently. Like a lot of them use these P2P exchanges and the way the nature of P2P exchanges. If you go listen to the episodes we recorded at Mount Alborg from Useful Tulips, is like you'll do one like above board exchange on Paxful, and then you'll you'll basically develop a rapport with a trader, and then you'll just trade directly without a third party over WhatsApp or Telegram. Um, and that seems to be a, a very significant driver of Bitcoin trading within Nigeria specifically. And that's just like highlights that again, and these senators admitted it, like we can't stop this. Like they're using it and they're building successful businesses. That's the beauty of Bitcoin. It's fucking happening, man. It's working. That's what like gets, I get pissed like this week with the Western journalists, like uh, energy FUD, like Bitcoin has no value. Why is it expending all this energy? Like, I would love for these journalists to go to Nigeria and go to these these people in the NSARS movement and the people that have been cut off from banking and, and tell them to their face that Bitcoin has no utility. Go tell these people, literally, anybody from Slashdot, Bloomberg, fucking Mike.com, Vox.com, you privileged asshole idiots. You guys are ignorant. Go to Nigeria. Go to Lagos. Go meet one of these Bitcoiners in Lagos that is literally using Bitcoin to skirt state sanctions on bank accounts and tell them that Bitcoin has no utility. I would l get it on camera. Get it on camera and bring it back. I want to see that, that interaction. When you tell this person that Bitcoin has no utility, it's fucking disgusting that these asshole, like, journos try to say that Bitcoin has no utility. Like, it's, it's infuriating. Like, I would love to see the reaction video. Like, that would go viral. Tell these people that Bitcoin has no utility. Please. Look, Assholes. The Nigerian politicians, I'll give them a break. Uh, well, the reason I highlighted the bent today is because this is what Janet Yellen and crew are going to say about the U.S. dollar. They're going to blame Bitcoin. They're going to be like, oh, Bitcoin's the reason why the dollar's failing. It's like, no, your incompetence and your mishandling of monetary policy and uh, conversely, the politicians' mishandling of fiscal policy, that is the reason that people are turning to Bitcoin. Bitcoin is not the reason that you made these stupid decisions. People no. are turning to Bitcoin because you made these stupid decisions. Like, you, like this, that is the causality. It's not reversed. They're trying to reverse the causality and it's not going to work. Like, it's too obvious. You are too dumb. People are waking up. It's the digital age. It's the internet age. 
We all have access to this information. You're losing in the market of truth, in the market of ideas. You're not going to win. Bitcoin is inevitable. The sooner you bend the knee and let your citizens adopt it and use it freely, the better off they will be. We will be. The common man will be. Accept it. The the point I was trying to make is is that I, I think these sub-tier countries, um, these non-American countries, they have to deal with uh, the U.S. dollar hegemony to begin with, right? So they, they already had to deal with their currency being way worse than U.S. dollars. Um, so I, I don't blame them as much. Um, they come from a society of currency protection where they realize that if they allow free market competition of currency, everyone's just going to use U.S. dollars. Um, the hypocrites are the Brad Shermans of the world that are like, oh, but we should con control that supply. We should not allow free competition of money. Um, the hypocrites are on the American side. Uh, as far as these uh, agreed other countries that like, don't have strong, I think some of the Nigerian senators like got it. They were like, hey, like these guys are making good business. I love how you're talking into that mic, and like I don't hear you through that mic. It's fucking hilarious every well, time you the do freaks. it. That are listening. Most of the freaks that listen to this podcast are going to listen via the podcast apps, and they're going to be happy I'm talking into this mic. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just glad you're all caps, Marty. You're just all caps, Marty is is going hard right now, and um, <laughs> that's what it's about. Caps rule everything around me. <sighs> Stack Brad those Sherman. caps. Brad Sherman, come on the pod, bro. Let's have a discussion. I spoke to Brad the other day. What was he saying? Not. Why, why would I speak to him? I, there's no connection I have there. So we had the Gladstein Reason video this week. Um, Be since best the last content of the week. Best content it, of the week. It was very good. And again, like Gladstein basically said what I just said in a more level-headed and uh, articulate way, I think. I mean, like way more. But yeah. <laughs> He's very good at being articulate. Right. He makes me feel way less articulate. I'm not very articulate in any it's, form, whether it's written or spoken. So he did it with our boy, Jim Epstein, um, for reason, and it's dope. Everyone should go watch it. And honestly, like, send it to all of your, like, progressive woke friends who are, like, anti-Bitcoin. Right. It's and go perfect. tell those it's people. perfect for them. Belarus, Zimbabwe, Nigeria, Venezuela, Russia. Tell them that Bitcoin has no utility. Tell them it has no value. I dare you. I dare you to go do it. Get it on film. Please get it on film. I want to see it. And shout out to Reason.com. It's an incredible publication. Shout out to the Epstein family. Not only Jim, his father, Gene, uh, what they do at the Soho Forum, or what they did at the Soho Forum before the lockdowns. One of my favorite events in New York. Um, just like straight uh, Socratic debates uh, over economic issues and other social issues uh just incredibly um a great family like the epsteins do do great stuff uh whether whether it be via reason.com or the soho forum Soho forum i miss dearly i hope it comes back um at some point in the next year you miss it at all yeah i mean it was dope as fuck i miss new york i miss my city yeah, I do um too. But everyone should go watch that. It was he did a really good job. Um, and then we had Arthur Hayes and Vanity Fair. That was dope I didn't read the whole article. I feel I, for Arthur, man. Did you read the whole thing? No, I didn't. 
I read the whole thing, which I usually don't read the long ones. Like these, like these journalists, they're like, I'm going to write a fucking 20 minute fucking thing that you're going to have to read. And, and people are going to read it. Like no one reads that shit, but I read it because Arthur's a boss and I miss him. Like we don't Me have too. him on Twitter right now. He's in hiding. He's, he's, we're not getting his newsletters. He's, he's somewhere in the Seychelles probably. I don't even know where he you is. You think he's in the Seychelles? Where is he? I don't know. It's a small island, right? So, like, probably not, actually. He's probably somewhere else. I mean, Where's I think he was there? in Hong Kong at one point. I, I'm not trying to dox where he is because I have no idea where he is. The Vanity Fair article was really fucking good. It was really fucking good. Um, I don't think people should speculate on BitMEX, especially now that it has KYC, but that dude is a boss. He's a true Bitcoiner. He's a pioneer. And, um, like what they did at BitMEX before, like they got KYC thrust on them. You can speculate about them front running their own customers and stuff like that. But like, if you're just like approaching it from a, like building a product from a, a way that's done in a Bitcoin native way that is, is stays true to the ethos of Bitcoin and is, uh, is um, like, they were arbiters of the Bitcoin network too. Like their daily withdrawals, they're, they're you can only send and receive Bitcoin. You can't have any fiat react, uh, interaction. Like the best Bitcoin native business to date in in the Bitcoin space by far. So by we, far, I fucking. And they love provided you. products for the market that the market wanted. It wasn't regulated. People regulators weren't happy. People wanted to use them. People did use them, and they provided a service. A lot of people lost sats on there, but a lot of people made a lot of sats on there too, and they did it the right way. Like, I, if you talk about like innovative companies from a Bitcoin native perspective, Bitmex should be number one. I mean, I don't know about number one, but but they they definitely kept it real. You know, they kept it right. real, and I respect the shit out of them. Um, freaks, we got 183 of you um right now in the live chat um we have 12 retweets on twitter so if 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 you want to support the show the single most important thing you can do for the show is retweet our live stream on twitter uh we we would appreciate that 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 is a it's a big deal for us yeah we get we get a lot of dopamine hits when we get the retweets so make sure you make sure you smash Thank you, that. freaks and if you know me well you know it's hard for me to say that but uh, that's the single request i will make everybody's on clubhouse dude podcasting's dead no they're not on they're not on fucking clubhouse they're here with us i'm looking i'm not looking at the live chat right now um but if i were i would request for them to to give us a retweet on twitter guys or at least give us a little sat squeeze in the comments you know give us a little sat squeeze let's go let's go Oh, market by. All right, people are people are retweeting. It works. It works. Thank you, freaks. I love all y'all. Thank you, freaks. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. I mean, appreciate you, freaks. I mean, thank thank you. Well, Marty me. should be thanking me. I should be thanking the freaks. That's this is how the it should be a. It, we move along the. It's a little, uh, what do you call it? A. Uh, it's it's order of operations. You're right. It's it's math. Yeah. Science. PEMDAS. PEMDAS. Yeah. There's an order of operations to these things. That's what I'm trying to tell. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I love you, Marty. You. I've been trying to say this for. for... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Castle Island, our boy Nick Carter and Matthew Walsh. Our boys, Nick Carter and Matthew Walsh. Walsh, Walsh. Uh, raised a second fund. Castle Island Ventures 2. $50 million. The, this news doesn't really matter, but there are boys. So yeah. it's dope. Matthew Walsh helped me break the micro strategy uh, news. It's good yeah. to see Castle Island getting some money. I mean, I, I they're they're like the the signal in venture capital, right? Like, yeah. there's no there's no real venture capitalists in in Bitcoin that that are actually targeting Bitcoin focused companies like they are, in my opinion. Agreed. But everyone else is too. They're getting like tokens and blockchain and all that fucking bullshit. Yeah, dude, do you see that NFT? You're gonna get your uh, hash mask or whatever it's called. What the fuck is like all these NFT shits? It's all noise freaks. It's all Ugh. bullshit. Like just like everybody's like, oh no, like you want that digital scarcity? You're gonna want to have like no. The like, standard, NFTs are dumb. The standard for non fungible tokens are Sats. That's why you need to use CoinJoin. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do you want like to own? Would you spend a hundred thousand dollars for a JPEG? No. Why would you ever do That's that? That's stupid. Why would you ever do that? That's some oh, money. They're not JPEGs. They're unique, like hash certified. Like it's a fucking JPEG at the end of the day. It's some. It's some poor man's logic is what's going on there. Like that's some yeah. like ridiculous fucking shit. That's how that's... you end up shilling shit coins for like five hundred thousand sats. Like that. <laughs> right? That's how you end up in that hole. It, I mean, honestly, like I, I like to think that I uh, approach things with intellectual cur- curiosity and and like earnestness. Like earnestly, it doesn't make any sense. Like I would never ever spend a hundred grand on a on a fucking digital NFT, a, a digital JPEG. It doesn't make. Any, I mean, maybe I'm dumb. Maybe I'm missing something. That's, honestly, that's earnestly how I feel. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. You. That it's a really bold claim from Marty Bent that he would not spend a hundred thousand dollars on an absolute piece of shit coin. Right. Really bold. I'm I'm glad you put your name on that one. Well, they'll gaslight you, man. It'll be like it's huge, it's huge. All the artists. It's gonna revolutionize. It's gonna do all this. It's gonna do that. It's a new wave of art. It's like, is it? Is the, is the current wave of art even good? Is the current wave of art even worth it? Like, no, no. I, I respect so. our Bitcoin artists, and I, I'll buy their art. Yeah, like crypto graffiti making like the the Silk Road stuff, and like the like dollar, like cutting up the dollar, making like paper mache art up. That's and then value. like, like I can maybe, touch that. Maybe there's something there if if my certificate of authenticity is tied into the Bitcoin blockchain instead of you know like like I get the physical art. Like you actually give, I want physical art. I like art. physical art. I don't get the JPEG right? art. Wait, no, no. So I'm sense. saying I have the physical art and then it's also tied into the, to the big. You can't tie the, the physical to, you can't tie MeetSpace to a blockchain though. It's just impossible. Well, no, you could because you no, could you have. Because somebody could come and say, Matt, ooh, I took your physical art. You may own it on the blockchain, but I actually possess it. No, no. So, it. so you could, t- you could take a picture of, of the, of, of the art. And you can hash it into the Bitcoin blockchain, and you can yeah, pres- you can enjoy that picture all you want. Oh, no, 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 you can present gangs- it. You can present it as a certificate of authenticity for the art that is bought in physical form. And as long, like, it's still physical art, though. Yeah, right. Somebody like, steals that physical art, and you own it on the blockchain. Like, when it's digital, you owning only. it on the blockchain doesn't mean dick. Like, okay, but I'm just saying. But regardless, either way, 
uh, art is a horrible store of value. And I That's love true. all my artists, but like, it's gonna, it's trending to zero when Chrysler sets. Like, with everything else, like you're also in the same boat as the owner of the Chrysler building. I'm not saying that. It's true. Uh, you're in a different situation there. Like that's the case. Like you're still in the same situation as Elon, who the majority of his wealth is in Tesla stock. Seems all trending to zero in terms of Bitcoin. That sucks for Elon though. He can't like liquidate that without inciting a, a mass uh, collapse of that stock. He's sort of stuck in that, right? Until it gets priced in sats. Maybe it should get priced in sats. Um, I added this, these to the list. Well, just lightly touch on them. Uh, Janet Yellen, my bitch lover. Uh, she she made some. Because <laughs> you put the gif. I put this this line in our Telegram chat. Oh my god! Put so the gif good. of me kissing her. I, yeah, I, I did the I, I did the Marty kissing uh, Yellen gif. I'm thinking of uh, what's his name uh, from Wedding Crashers, the brother. Your owl is my your owl lover. is saying that 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 Yellen is hot. He's attracted to her. She could have been back in the day. Is that ageist? Maybe. Do we have a young Yellen photo? Look it up, freaks. That's kind of creepy. She came out. I mean, it's like the prototypical weak fud. Misuse of cryptocurrencies, misuse of Bitcoin uh, is a growing problem. Exciting terrorist finance. With the fud, you can still say cryptocurrencies. In money, money laundering. It's like, all right, like this is. Easily debunked. Like U.S. dollar is the the vehicle of choice for money laundering and terrorist financing. And but this is the argument, it. right? Like this is the argument we're going to hear. Yeah, it's it's coming. I mean, it's already been here. It's been here for for almost a decade now. I mean, Maybe they did this with they did this with Parler. I mean, Parler's a shitcoin example of it, but still. Did you ever use Parler? No, I mean, but they it's like. The majority of, you know, neo Nazis or whoever they wanted to say use Parler use Twitter. For you freaks listening at home, Matt put neo Nazis in quotations. The majority use Twitter, right? But Parler was percentage wise, like Parler was the target, so they hit Parler with it, right? They said Parler was the one who did, it, right? Yeah. But like the majority were using like the World Wide Web. They were just like using the internet. They were using like Reddit. They were using Twitter. They were using like all the mainstream platforms. They were using Facebook. They were using Instagram. And, but, but, but they hit, they hit the niche platform they didn't like. Right. And that's what's right. going to happen with Bitcoin. We will get hit, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll stand it. It's bullshit and, and we'll deal with it. Well, this is why it's imperative to build out these P2P open source apps and, and, access points to bitcoin like just get the like that's why i love sphinx app and that's why i say sphinx right sphinx that's why it's sticky like that's a p2p app that leverages rss feed and lightning network that actually like it's ux is good enough right yeah but it's centralized is it though I think in the current setup, it's pretty centralized still. No, because I was on talking to Justin from Sphinx last night. It's a Sphinx protocol. Why is it centralized? You can hook up your own node. It picks up your RSS feed. Maybe the UI is centralized, but the concept. We'll find out. I yeah. promise you we'll find out everything that's centralized about everything as it happens. Do you have any optimistic bone? Like maybe like... Yeah, my optimistic bone is Bitcoin is designed to pump forever. I think we're going to win. 
I think we're, we're winning, winning, freaks. I think we're we, winning too. Uh, I tweeted out in all caps. We continue to fucking win, and we fucking do. We fucking right? do, freaks. We are well, winning. I am it's, trying. It's hard to not th- to win. It's hard not to win when you had the truth on your side, right? Like I the mean, truth. I guess the objective truth in the form of the Bitcoin blockchain too. Like, I guess. And were we talking we get- our book? Or just talking your book? I don't even know. Do we have? I don't think we're talking our book. I think we're talking objective truth here. Like anytime we get a no coiner or pre coiner, like in the realm of like a a philosophical or ideological debate, like the the truth prevails. Like we have better first principles, better critical thinking, better answers to the problems that face humanity today. Like Bitcoin is a better. Like it's objectively true. We are objectively fucking winning. Yes. But we need to make sure we continue that process. Yes, yeah, so never let up. Placency kills. Keep beating them into the ground, freaks. We will never stop. We will never relent. We will keep going. Okay? Hashtag sad squeeze. <laughs> Seriously, don't relent. We're going to squeeze winning. them all. They're gonna, it's going to be the most fucking crazy thing that anyone has ever seen in their lives. It's going to be ridiculous and we're all going to do it together. And we're going to, we're going to laugh along the way. We're going to build strong families along the way. We're going to great build great friendships along the way. We're going to build, build great towns, great technologies. It's all positive. Stop being so lowercase. Yeah. Everybody stop. Get your caps, get your caps, get your caps up, get your caps up. We're going to win. It's going to be peaceful. It's going to be beautiful and humanity is going to be the, the potential of humanity is going to be opened up and un, uh, we're going to save the environment before we're going to save our country. We're going to save our children. We're going to save everyone together. They're going to thank us. We're going to win and they're going to thank us. I don't even want thanks. I want, again, I want to fade. Into I want the thanks. And I will say you're welcome. <laughs> stay humble, Matthew. Stay humble. I will stay humble. Okay. At a hundred K. Turn your hat backwards, okay? But look, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, I'm getting a little excited here, but I do believe like we can do this peacefully. We can do this globally. We can do this distributed. Like, I think I, uh, the truth is on our side, freaks. The truth is on our side. The objective truth that the Bitcoin blockchain provides is on our side, and then the truth of the matter that it is better than the the system that perpetuates the Kentian effect that perpetuates a two-tiered system that keeps the common man down. Like the truth is on our side. Maybe I'm rambling. This is the first time I drank on a Thursday in like a month and a yeah, half. Yeah, it's about so. fucking time. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Do the freaks, what are the, what's the uh, comment section? So oh, they're loving, the they're loving it. They're loving The comments, the comments are going, I'm, I mean, if I was hypothetically reading the comments, uh, they're, they're like, the freaks are all about it. They're, they're the freaks are with us. Um, we're with the freak. I mean, I'm with the freaks. Uh, I, am I mean, I'm not with the freaks. I'm not with the freaks. You think I'm like, fuck you guys. No, I'm unhypothetical. I'm hypothetically not with the freaks, but I'm with the freaks, you know? Oh yeah. We're all together. We're they're they're fucking killing it. It's all we're right in the wave. We're our, all right in the wave. Our, our live chat is not just all caps. But it is. All guys, <laughs> everyone's all in caps, and it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, and it's fucking fantastic. And honestly, 
We are the haters are going to fucking their mind is going to blow. It's already happening, dude. It is going to be ridiculous. And then the craziest part of this whole process is in three years, they're going to be shilling us Bitcoin. They're going to be telling us like, oh, Bitcoin's this, Bitcoin's that, Bitcoin's this. And I'm just going to look at them and be like, yes, yes. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Interesting. I love you guys. Love you, Matthew. Again, positive vibes. So much. Right? Like we, we are we winning. Can, we And we can win in a peaceful way, in a distributed yeah, fashion. It's not going to be peaceful. It's going to be peaceful, I think. I think it's going to surprise people. No one's like, peaceful about, like, losing their wealth and their position and their power and all that shit. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we'll drop. I wouldn't be peaceful about it. Like if someone was gonna take my fucking like position in the be world, smart enough to realize though. If someone was gonna take my position in the world, I wouldn't be peaceful about it. Well, what dictates your position in the world, right? You don't have a predetermined position. Like, I guess we're getting philosophical here. Like, if you really do believe in positions in the world, it should be based off of like meritocracy, right? And if you believe in a true meritocracy and the Socratic method, then you should be able to concede when you were wrong. Yes, it may make people angry, but if you can't deny reality, or excuse me, if you can't accept reality, that's a you problem. Wait, these freaks fucking destroyed it on Twitter after I asked for that retweet. So fucking thank you to all the freaks out there. Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, this is why we do it. You know, this is why we come in week in, week out. Um, two and a half years. Like, has it been two and a half? Two and a half years of rabbit hole recap. We started August of twenty eighteen. It's been, it's been, yeah, over. Uh, it's all, uh, probably over three hundred hours of rabbit hole recap. Easily. easily. Yeah, mostly drunk, to be honest. Yes. Um. Always short the corn, also, to be honest. Like, we, we probably should have owned more Bitcoin. What the fuck were we doing? Um, but we did it all with all of you people, and it's fucking fantastic, and I appreciate all of you. I love all y'all. Should we end it on this note, Matthew? Yeah, absolutely. This has been crazy. And uh, I, I, Marty, I want to end it on a price prediction for next. I, so I'm anti-price prediction, but in bull runs. <laughs> No, in bull runs, like we're just going to price prediction everything. Like there's going to be price predictions all over the place because we're just going to beat them every week, week after week. So 60K, next RHR, above or lower? And, and we're currently I'm gonna, at 47K. Just an effort to sound more bullish than you. I'm going to go over. You're going to go over. So yes. then I, I'm going to go over with you. Okay. <laughs> you didn't. You don't sound anywhere bullish to me. I think we're going to be at about sixty-one k. No, I'm saying sixty-five. RHR. Sixty-five. Is yeah. Easy. Fuck Done. you. <laughs> okay. Done. Cool. I'm. I'm down. I, every RHR this cycle, we're just gonna we're gonna price prediction the next cycle. The next. I don't know. The if next I want price predictions every episode. I don't know about. Okay. I well, I will do it, and you can choose. You can choose over under on every episode if you want to, or you can just. Uh, Lowercase Marty it, you know. And oh, not, fuck. Uh, All right. I can't lowercase Marty it. You could just, like, not say anything. All caps Marty came out tonight. He's 
It's a great coming out party, freaks. Uh, this is fantastic. All the freaks are all posting their uh, price predictions for next. Uh, what are they saying? What's the highest? I kind of love so this. I kind of love this. Post your price predictions in the live chat if if for next next RHR. You know what, um, freaks? I can my my son's downstairs with the babysitter. I don't know what she's doing, but he's like giggling like crazy right now. Just give me immense joy. This is why we do it. That sounds creepy, but like. It My is, son's laughter downstairs is like it's pretty. We're funny. doing it for them. It's pretty. It's not for us. It's pretty funny that you say that while all the freaks all guess sixty nine k because they think it's hilarious. Like the Sick little fucks. children they are. Grow up. How many sixty nine four twenty? Come on, guys. We're supposed to be rich gentlemen. We're supposed to be <laughs> actually. I legitimately, I legitimately thought about putting on my tuxedo for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're at all time highs. I may do that. I'm gonna show up just in a tux one day. We're gonna have like the 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 grand ballroom of uh <laughs> of Bretton Woods behind me as my background. Well I knew uh, it I knew it for the Mooch interview. Well, first of all, don't tell me when you do that, because that's hilarious if you're just <laughs> fucking running on me. For the Mooch interview, I said to my lady, I was like, I gotta wear a button down because I know this guy's gonna pretend like he's like a hacker and he's gonna wear a hoodie. And and she was like, no, just wear the hoodie, like be be yourself. And I wore the hoodie, and he wore his hoodie too. I knew it. Boss. I knew he's gonna fucking wear his hoodie. Boss. Mooch, um, come on TFTC. We'll have a little powwow. Yeah. So so pretty much all the freaks are just like sixty nine k. So like freaks, like if we don't hit sixty nine k, grow up, grow up, you sickos. Yeah, but we don't have to grow up if we hit it. Then we get it's to true. be children again. It's true. So sixty nine k by RHR stays children. You heard it here first. Peace and love, freaks.